All right, welcome to the Chosen Life Outdoors podcast. This is the first podcast we've done specifically about hunting. So today I decided to get a local, what I call a BBKMF, a big buck killing motherfucker, a guy I know who kills a lot of big deer locally. And uh, his name is John Marcos. He's uh, from southern Michigan, where I'm from. I'm your host, Paul Bowers, today. Um, I know we, in the past we've had other podcasts about fishing, but this is a very topical podcast. It's all about the outdoors. So today we're just going to be talking about killing big bucks. That's what I want to talk about, killing pressured deer and uh, consistently killing big deer. John, my guest today, is he's killed consistent big bucks in Michigan over the years. Um, I mean, his, trophies, his trophy room doesn't lie. He's killed a lot of big deer, most with archery tackle. Most of them, yes. Most of them. Well, thanks for joining me today, John. That's You hear John in the background there, um, the other person talking here. And uh, I appreciate you coming on today and uh, having a good time. Thanks for having me. No appreciate problem. It. Yeah, I mean, basically what I want to do, you know, I, I, I fancy myself a big buck hunter. I'd like to, I, I haven't killed a lot of giants over the years, but I, I like to go after, I mean, it's hard to kill pressure. These deer are pressured as hell we live in southern Michigan. You know that as well as me. But yet you still consistently kill what I would consider big deer in Michigan. I always call, compared to other states, I always call them Michigan monsters. Because you have, what, I mean, 140-inch deer that could be five years old in this state is a big buck. Correct. If you shoot 130-inch deer in Michigan, it's like shooting a 170 in Iowa. Yeah. And that That's how I equate it. I've hunted Iowa. <laughs> that's how I equate it. If you shoot 130-inch deer in Michigan, you're doing great. Fuck yeah. And that's what, you know... To me, I couldn't even imagine. When I say I saw a big buck in Michigan, I think to myself, I see a big buck. I mean, it's a 130, 140, and it's a four-year-old or older deer. Correct. Occasionally, we'll have, I mean, I've, we both know, I'm sure, a couple different guys have shot booners in Michigan. I'm not going to say they're not here. But to say, just to give you an example about, we're here We're here on my farm in southern Michigan. John, you live how far away do you live from me? Uh, probably 15 miles. 15 miles away. So on my block we're sitting on right now, I have, my block's about 2,000 acres. It's a rectangle. It's got roads on each end, roads on the sides. My farm goes from road to road across. It's long and narrow, 133 acres. That's a big farm on this 2,000-acre block. You know what I mean? I mean, correct. You go down to Iowa and you're talking, you're talking 3,000-acre blocks with seven houses yeah. and no roads. <laughs> so 133 acres here. Yeah. It's a big piece of property. What would you say, just to get, I mean, like I said, we're just going to bullshit for the most part, talk about this. That's just the way I prefer to do. What is, what is the largest piece of land you hunt in Michigan? Oh, probably 200. 200 acres? Yeah. What's the smallest piece you hunt? Uh, seven. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I've killed, and I'll just, I'll just tell you this, my brother, perfect example, my brother's killed I don't, he's killed quite a few Pope and Youngs in his day. The largest piece of land my brother has killed, he's killed two 150s on, on 10 acres or less. Great. You know what I mean? And oh, that's yeah. what's great. Imagine people think, you know, you got to have all this giant land to do it. I know and you know, it's just a matter of where, if you're in the right area at the right time, especially here. It's about, at least in my opinion in Michigan, it's about putting the, you know, the odds, stacking the odds. The more you sit in a fucking tree, the better you're going to do. You know what I mean? Correct. So what, Take me through, first of all, let's start off by saying, how many deer have you killed in Michigan, Pope and Youngs have you killed, that you have on the wall? 
I'm going to say six or seven, Paul. Six. <laughs> you, you're not going to believe this, but I don't even have them scored. You don't even have them scored. Nobody really does. I mean, but you know roughly. Yeah, I know roughly what, yeah, what I... Yeah, 125-ish, you yeah, know. Yeah, probably. What, do you shoot deer for age class or size? Age class. Age class. What are you going for? I'm going for four and a half year olds. Four I'm, and a half. I'm passing three and a half year olds up now. Yeah, are you? Yeah. How long have you been passing three and a half? Probably the last four or five years. I'll tell you what, man. For me in this state, it is fucking hard to pass a three and a half year old deer. You know what you I mean? Know, for most guys, it's hard to pass a two and a half year old oh, yeah. deer. When, when they see a 90, 100 inch, yeah. eight point, you know, with a 16 inch spread. It's hard for them to pass, and, yeah. and I can't judge them, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm just at where I'm at where I'm at. Yeah. And I, I can let them all walk all day long. I can I can count my successes on the bucks I let go. Yeah. Yeah, you're true. You know what I, my biggest thing I guess I would say in this state is, if you want to kill deer to kill deer, then so be it. Just just call yourself a fucking hunter. You're going to hunt. I'm not getting mad at you for killing the deer you want to kill. But if you tell me you want to kill big deer... And then you fucking shoot a two-year-old. Right, exactly. You know, and don't get me wrong, I'm guilty. I'm not saying I'm not mightier than thou. You know, right. I fucking killed plenty of two-year-olds in my life. You know what I mean? It's just, is what it is. At some point in your life, that's a big deer. But you get to the point now where I have now, like, I have a three-and-a-half-year-old on my farm right now. If he if he comes underneath me, I'm going to have a hard time not killing him. He's in the 140s. It's yeah. a three-and-a-half. And I'm yeah. like, I've only seen him once in the hoof, and, you know, and he was like one-and-a-half-year-old when I saw him. I get pictures of him all the time. Yeah. But these deer... What I try to explain to people, at least in Michigan, and just anybody around here, like I said, we're Michigan hunters. I, I always say if you consistently kill big bucks in Michigan, I've heard this over the years from people. I didn't understand it until I started hunting out of state. If you consistently kill big deer in Michigan, we consider big deer. You can kill big deer anywhere on the fucking planet. <laughs> you exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. So you primarily bow hunt. Primarily. Last year, I never carried a gun in the woods. And the deer I shot, I shot late December. Yeah. With a bow. I remember that, because I remember you, I, I saw you, you posted on Facebook and yeah. shit every once in a while about how you were, uh, you know, you're, oh yeah, still out after him, whatever, you're doing this. Right. And I'm like, I, you know, for me, late season's my, pretty much my favorite fucking time to hunt. Correct. You know, nobody's out there. Right. You know. And since 2010, I've shot seven deer that, that I've had mounted. No I, shit. I've shot two in Iowa and five in Michigan. And, and... I lost one last year, yeah. and, and let me tell you, it tore me up, because I've hunted this deer for four years. Oh. I passed him in 2015 at 35 yards, chest on with a bow. I let him walk, because I didn't think I could make the shot. Yeah. So I let him walk. Yeah. And then 2016, never seen him, but I always had How pictures. many times did you see him in 15? Twice. Two times, and they only had one shot opportunity. Correct. That's fucking crazy. To explain that to people, it's almost like when you see him for the first time, it's like you're seeing a ghost. Correct. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the last ones I've killed, it's a, a couple of the last ones I've shot is the same thing. Buck I shot last year, about 30 miles from here, and it was I shot him on New Year's Eve. A fucking deer was, uh, it was New Year's Eve, it was like seven degrees out. And I, he came out, he came out, and I was like, holy shit, he's, I, you know, I, I had pictures of him, he busted me three years ago. Haven't seen him since. And then I said, holy shit, and he came out in front of me. I got real lucky on him, but it's still one of those things. But yeah, doing that. So that buck last year, how big would you say that buck was? Four and a half year old buck? Oh, he was six and a half. I've, I've had I had four years of pictures of him. No shit. Yeah, he was six and a half, and he was going down. He was bigger in 2016 than than he was. Is that that buck you have a picture of right now? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. deer, deer is so big, man. And, and my buck. camera told me the whole deal. My camera told me what time to be in the tree. 
I was in the tree and the camera didn't lie. That deer showed up at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So you're a big fan of trail cameras? Oh, yeah. How many do you run, you think? I'm just running two right now. Two right now? Yeah. How many different pieces of property do you hunt? I've got probably 20 pieces of property. Most of it in Berry County. You okay, know. yeah. A lot of it's owned by the same farmer, but it's different parcels. Different, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, hell yeah. And, but i got to share that with other people. Yeah. And then i got some ground that my buddy owns that he lets me hunt. Yeah. And one of my best stands is i got to get up two hours early. Paddle yeah. a boat across the lake, <laughs> get out, walk a hundred yards through the cattails, get on high ground, take my waders off, get dressed, and climb in the tree. And then I stay there all day. Yeah. Oh, you so see, you hunt daylight till dark a lot. Yeah. During the rut, that's primarily we hunt daylight yeah. till dark. November. Yeah. Now here's something I just started doing the last few years. The coldest. I did this when I went to Nebraska last year. I did this, and only it was only because. It was late season. I started, I, I, I can't remember, I fucking read this somewhere. And I said, I'll try doing this. And I started setting cameras. I started noticing this in my cameras. Late season, because during the rut, I'm the same way. I, I'm i lucky to the point where I can hunt every fucking day. You know what I mean? I can hunt all day if I want. Sometimes I got to work and do some stuff, you know, in my own business. I can kind of fluctuate hours. But usually from October 25th to November 15th, before the Orange Army invades the fucking woods, I'm in the tree daylight till dark somewhere you know what i mean Correct. but i started doing december when it's really cold i noticed they don't move until really late in the morning so i started when i was in nebraska i started going out at like 10 or 11 in the morning and sitting till dark and i was getting movement i shot i was getting movement one two in the afternoon a ton of it because it's the warmest part of the day but i never really thought about that until i started getting into you know what i mean so you hunt you said most of your properties you hunt, the biggest one's 200 acres, roughly. Roughly, yeah. Do you do a lot of early season hunting? No, not at all. You don't do any early season hunting none, at all? None. It's hard for me to stay out of the fucking woods. Man. I understand this, but you know what? I learned my lesson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go in there and burn them out, you yeah. know what I mean? And I never hunt a marginal wind. I take off the first two weeks of November, and if I hunt six or eight times in 15 days... No shit. In 15 days? Yeah. That's a lot for me. No shit. Yeah. And you consist, man, and you kill big deer. Cause the way I, the way I see it, if you want a marginal wind, the only thing you're fooling is yourself. Yeah, you're right. That makes <laughs> sense. You know what it is though? And I think, I think a lot of people, they've read that and they believe it, but doing it is a totally different story. I'm guilty. I'll fucking say it right now. I'm guilty of that. It, like you can't believe. I mean, I, I go in, I have a lot of sets. Like my farm here, it's 133 acres. I have probably 10 different sets in this farm on 133 acres. But I hunt the fringes early, like really early. Like I have a spot where I'm like, I can't fuck this up. It's only 40 yards from my pole barn. Right, <laughs> you know, I got exactly. a box blind yeah. I build. Started getting into some scent proof. Try to scent proof these blinds up where you can just open windows to shoot if you have to. But you know what I did notice too? One thing I stopped doing a lot. I stopped killing does early season because it just, I, you know, that's one thing I stopped doing. I let, you know, everybody needs to kill does. Correct. But I used to be the king of killing early does just to get some meat in the freezer, whatever. I stopped doing that shit, man. I mean, do you kill? I kill maybe one a year and it's the very last day of season. No shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So as minimally invasive as you can be. Exactly. No shit. My, my, my thing is I'm big on entrance and exit. Yeah. To my stands. And I, I do not hunt 
any marginal win whatsoever. Yeah. What is your prevailing wins? I mean, say, like, how many sets do you have? Let's say that first. I've probably got 15 tree stands up. And you, so you hunt, you hunt fixed stands a lot? You hang yeah, them? You take all. them down and hang them every year? No, I just leave them up. Just leave them up? Yeah. And ladders or hang-ons? Hang-ons. Hang-ons? Yeah. I don't, you know what, I started hunting a lot, and I probably need to back off of doing this too, but I, I hunt out of climbers a lot. Mm-hmm. I, they're just way more fucking comfortable for me. And I'm 350 pounds, I don't know how the uh, fuck that is, you know? <laughs> I got a couple climbers, but the older I get, the worse my eyes get. The harder it is for me to to go up in the morning. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it, it, I'm 52 years old, yeah. and my eyes ain't as great as they used to be. You know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So when you're hunting, so you don't even start hunting until November. What even? What if you had now? What if you get good recon? Well, 2014, I hunted here in October 4th. The weather dropped. Like 40 degrees. Okay. It was like 70, and it yeah. dropped to 30. And I knew they were going to move that night. I went out. Sure enough, I shot one. You said on the 14th, or on October 14th of 20... No, October. October 4th of 2014, I shot. Never shot 11 point. Shot one. No shit. So, a month later, November 7th, I was in Iowa, and it was hot. And, and I'd been there for two and a half weeks. And, you know, and I'm just getting burned out. Driving 30 miles, you know. Yeah. And then I end up shooting 11 point on November 7th. Then I come back here and I said, well, I'll just go out and shoot it though. Yeah. So I went out November 27th, I think it was, with a bow. Yeah. And then I shot another 11 point. He <laughs> was 130 inch. No shit. Yeah. So. Do you, uh, so when you're hunting here, I, you know, actually that was in 2014. I remember that year. I shot one of my biggest bucks ever killed on October 19th that year. Mm-hmm. And what it was, we had those, it was, I couldn't believe we had a cold snap. October 19th, it was 22 degrees. We had a cold, a cold front hit. We had that one earlier you talked about. Right. I remember that. Yep. And I, I, I think I was working or something. I can't fucking remember, but I didn't get out. And I missed, you know, whatever. Well, that day, the next day, I was working night shift. So I was working 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. It had a, I had a guy come in and I said, look, I gotta be out for this cold front. I have, you know, some decent recon, but nothing huge. I gotta, fuck is that? A helicopter coming through? Yeah. <laughs> so I had, uh, but I had, it was October 19th. We had a big cold snap. Anyways, I get home. I rush out. I get to a box blind. I saw two nice bucks that morning. They were both in the 20s, 120s. But they were, I knew one was three and a half. One was probably a big two and a half. Nothing I really wanted to kill. And they weren't close enough to kill anyways. And I was like, man, it's just been a great morning. I didn't see shit to that point. You know, I mean, it's still early for us. Right. And then I looked down. I had a doe come through a little food plot, cut a corner down some corn. And then behind him was this buck. I had EHD survivor, six and a half years old. I hadn't seen I had one picture of him three years prior. And he fucking rolls on a shot of him at seven yards. Yeah. And it was all because of that cold front, that right. first big cold front. But, I mean, this year I'm going to try to do... Like I said, that's I'm trying to learn the most I can, trying to, you know, just be more patient. I think that's the hardest fucking part, especially in this state, is being patient. You know, I'm gonna I, I have other hunts and stuff I'm gonna do. Right. But I'm just trying to be to the point where you know, I think patience is key. And the older you get, I think the more patient you get. Fuck, when you're a kid, you just wanna run in and do whatever. Right. I, you know, I don't care what people think of me out there in the woods. I don't have to kill a deer every year. Yeah. I don't have to see a ton of deer. I just want to see that one that deer. one deer. 
That's all I want to see. Yeah. I don't care if I sit six nights and never see a deer. Yeah. And then on the seventh night, he walks in. Yeah. That's the one I want to shoot. You know what? I get frustrated, though, and this is no joke. Like, I know you, you're a hardcore, you want to kill mature deer. I know that you're a hardcore... I am the same way. I, I, I mean, I haven't killed a ton of giant deer. You know, I'm, I'm, I average, I usually kill one or two nice bucks a year. Usually at least one nice buck a year. Could be muzzleloader, could be anything. I'm an opportunist. I hunt with whatever fucking gun. Exactly. Can. You know what I mean? So, but I, I've been trying to do that and get better at it. But what makes me the most frustrated, and I know this is the same with you, I need to stay off my fucking phone more. When I look online, it's some asshole I know who doesn't take any precautions. Goes out, sits in his grandpa's fucking tree stand, and shoots like a fucking 150. And I'm just like, this fucking guy has not, you know, like, I don't want to sound like that asshole, but I'm like, this guy has not done the work. He's not done, and I get, it makes you frustrated as hell. It does, it makes me want to hunt harder, because that's how I'm used to being, you know what I mean? Everything, the harder you fish, the more fish you're going to catch. You're a fucking Correct. fisherman. Correct. The harder you freaking, you know, you go out west, the harder you hike. The, the better bowls you're going to get into when you're elk hunting. Exactly. It's not that same way with deer hunting, no. man. Let, the, your, let your cameras do the work. They'll, yeah. t- they'll tell you when no, to be sure. there. Yeah. You know, and per- personally, this is my theory on it. 10% of the bucks in Michigan are four and a half years old or better. Yep. Or older. 15% are three and a half year olds. Yep. 25 or percent or two and a half year olds yep. and the other 50 percent are one and a half year old bucks no shit and when i go into the woods i'm looking for the 10 percenter yeah and i'm looking for spots that all these other guys are walking in there and you know hunting october 1st yeah pressure you know, the fuck out of them pressure in the hell out of them and when i'm looking edu- for the spot to where that big buck's gonna go when they educate them right that's smart that's fucking smart. I didn't think, you know, here, here's my, pro- I get, you know, every piece of property hunts different, okay? It does. My 133 acres here is harder to hunt by far than I have two different farms in Marshall that are 10 acres. Mm-hmm. And it's harder to hunt because I have, on this block alone, I was just talking to my neighbor the other day. I finally have one neighbor that we have a co-op with. Mm-hmm. He's got 100 acres and he passes deer. I've never had that. I have one guy, he just paid way too much for this farm over here. You know what I mean? But he bought it, and he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, you know, I mean, as far as the prices of farms are just going up, you know, and it was one of those things where I first saw what his list, I think he got a better deal than that. But I was like, there is no fucking way I would ever pay that much for a farm. But he's got, I'm happy he's there. Long story short, he's a good guy, and I'm happy he's there. And I will share intel with that man. He's the only person. I don't fucking tell anybody I know about what I have. You know, I know a few people I talk to. Yeah, I got some decent bucks, whatever. But I will show him, this is the deer I'm going to kill. This is the deer I'm targeting. Because he's got the same deer on camera. Correct. So we're showing that same Correct. intel. Now you, you mostly, you said you hunt other farms that other guys hunt. Right. How many other people hunt those? Not a ton, but I look at the way that they hunt them. Yeah. And then I might go a mile out of my way to get... Are they they're just are they just like show up and hunt kind of people? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got stands up, but you know, they don't care which way the wind's blowing or anything else. So, are they bow hunters or gun hunters? Both, both, everything. You know, so you got you got to use people to your advantage sometimes. Yeah. I I struggle. The thing I struggle with here is this. Like I said, this block is two thousand acres, Correct. and there are fucking probably I think there's I counted and not not all my a ton of property. There's 87 landowners on mm-hmm. 2,000 acres. 
So when you look at some shit like that, to put it into perspective to people, I have 2,000 acre block, 87 people own property here. And I have one of the largest, and it's 133 acres. Right. So gun season, like last year, I had a couple uh, I had a couple bucks show up during the rut like we all do. Right. Just show up, and you're like, oh, it's a cool looking deer. Another year, he might be something. Gun season hits. I got a neighbor over here. Uh, he owns about 30 acres. He lets four guys gun hunt it. They fucking killed six bucks opening day. The biggest was a two and a half year old. And I, I don't, I'm not mad. Hey, if that's what you want to kill, you want to do. But like I said, if I talk to somebody and they go, man, I just, I've never seen a big buck back here. I go, look, man, you can't fucking see them if they aren't there. You know what I mean? You know, that's the hard part. My brother-in-law has got 700 acres in Iowa. Okay. He said, man, I seen a 170. I seen a 180. I let him go. He says, can't shoot a 200 if you shoot him at 180. You know, that's, you know what's weird? And most people, and this is what's funny, you know this as well as I do. Most people would hear that in this state and they wouldn't fucking believe it until you hunt a place <laughs> like Iowa. <laughs> you know? The first year I went down there, my brother-in-law, I had all these pictures of this buck I shot. He's got a 15-inch tie. His G2 is 15 inches. With is, that two that, is that the one that's got that yeah. weird... Man, that fucking deer is huge. My brother-in-law goes, hey, Buck, I wouldn't shoot that if I was you. <laughs> and I'm like, huh? <laughs> so I go down there, you know, the third morning, I hit the horns, and he come running in. And I mean... He just stood there, and he's 275 on the hoof, and I'm looking at him, and I, <laughs> and I put an arrow yeah. in him, and he just took it, and just stood there like he was enraged. <laughs> I was like, wow. I'll tell you what, they got the genetics and the nutrition. Here, I think we have good genetics in the state. I mean, I think I think we do. I just think it's hard to, the way that it's being managed, I mean, fuck, we're in a CWD zone now. Right. Everybody can kill whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. It's hard to do that, so we got to kind of take it upon ourselves so, to manage the fucking deer. Yeah. In Iowa, they do it for you. Well, you know, they they do it for you, but in Iowa, they'll look at you if you shot 140 inch. They look at you like, really? <laughs> my first experience hunting out of state, and we'll get back to more Michigan shit here in mm-hmm. a minute. My first experience hunting out of state, I hunted in Southern Ohio, right? Early season, and one reason I want to do it is, I guess I got this weird thing about always wanting to be in my home state during the fucking rut. Because these are deer that I feel like I raised. Right. I did the work with the food right. plots. Right. I'd rather kill a 130-inch four-year-old for some reason that I know than a 150 I don't somewhere else. I know that sounds weird. Some people probably won't fucking believe me. But, yeah, I like killing big deer. But if I don't have any history with that deer, it's just not as fucking... It's not the same. It's not the same. Right. So I have a... <laughs> I went down there, and the first year I'm down there, my buddy shot a 153 down there it's stick we called this buck was stickers we knew it from the outfitter outfitter's a friend of mine he's got a bunch of different properties down there and he goes look you go you're probably see his buck he's a nice buck he wouldn't say any, i mean to me he's a fucking giant you know right. he's a big deer i've never seen deer you know i've, I've killed one 149 inch bucks the biggest deer i've ever killed in my life mm-hmm. and it was just fucking you know blind luck essentially well down there he's like yeah you probably see him there's another one that's in the high 40s he shot this deer we took it to the processor we get the fucking processor, open the door. I mean, this is opening like third day of the season. And last week in September, their season always opens. Dude, they're fucking like 10 bucks in the ground over 150. And there's one guy rolls in this non-typical, well, this crazy non-typical. It's in the high 140s. And it looked like an older deer. It looks probably five or six years old. And he's like, 
I'm going to be out of work on business for the next month and a half, so I ain't going to be able to hunt. So I just filled my tag. I'm like, dude, I would kill that deer any day of the week. Exactly. You know, but I mean, it's yeah. amazing when you see I follow a uh, the butcher shop. There's a butcher shop down um, that we always go to. That's where we always get our deer processed at. And that fucking shop has, uh, the shop has, they always post pictures of big deer that come in every day during the rut. Right. There's a fucking booner in there. Oh, yeah. And you're like, wow. You know what I mean? It's yeah. unbelievable. Here, if you see a deer over 130 in a butcher shop around here, you're like, and you talk to the guy, you can instantly tell if he was real lucky. Exactly. Or if he's an actual big buck hunter. And 90% exactly. of them, I don't want to put a exact number on it, 90% of the people. Luck. Is luck. Yeah. And that's what first, I said. First time I've ever seen a deer. And that's what. And that's why I want to talk. You know, like you are a guy I know that consistently kills big deer. Consistently, I know another guy down here who's like a ghost. I never see him until I see his deer at my local butcher shop here. But he kills every year. I'll the butcher call me. My buddy will call me and be like, "Hey, so and so is bringing in one." And I'm like, "I gotta get the fuck over there then. You'll be yeah. over there tonight. I get in. It's like a fucking 140. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every year. And he's the same way as you know. So you've been. You said you've been. You pass a lot. I mean, you have history with all these deer. Though. Oh, yeah. 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 The, I, the, I got two on camera right now, three and a half year old. Yeah. He's 17 inch. Yeah. His main beams ain't that long, you know. His G3s aren't that long. He's yeah. got good brows on him. Yeah. I let him go last year at two and a half. I got a four and a half I let go. I called him no brows. He didn't have any brows last year, half inch. They're about an inch long this year. Yeah. But but he's, he's four and a half. He's 18 inch spread. Yeah. Got nice tying length, you know. Yeah. He's not the massive, you know, but he's but he's on the hit list. Like, like a fucking swamp buck. That's yeah. what I call those. Those ones that have no tying length, a mm-hmm. little bit of mass, yeah. and you're like, that deer's just, he needs, yeah. to, he needs to die. Yeah. I'll kill those any day of the week. Right, right. So what are you, uh, so you won't even, you're not even planning on getting a stand anytime soon. No, no. Nothing. No. And then, when I do a Have hunt, you ever killed a deer early season? Well, I, one, you know. That one you were talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, I figure if you don't get a cold front in the first five days, then they're going to go into that wall. Yeah. And they're just going to they're just going to lay up, you know. And these guys that are beating the bush, beating the bush, thinking they're going to kill these big bucks. These big bucks are they're fucking safe. smart. They get they're, that big for a reason. They're saving their energy for the rut. Yeah. You know, so they're not going to be on their feet until after dark, mm-hmm. unless a super big cold front comes in. Yeah. So. There's no sense of going in there sweating to get in there and educate them. Yep. Or anything. Now, are your, your cameras, are they easily accessible? How often do you check your cameras? I check them every three, four days. Really? Yeah. No shit, you going, are they easy to get to, though? Real easy. No shit, that's what... Min- minimal intrusiveness. Yeah. Have you have you ever messed with cell cams yet? No. No. I got one this year, and I can see myself having a problem with them. Like, I mean, like, personally. Oh, yeah. like, I'm going to buy too fucking many of them. Oh, yeah. I got one over my Marshall farm. It's 30 miles from here. Yeah. I I never go over there. You know, it's one of those places where I don't have to go there for it. I got to change the fucking back. I got a, like a 100 gig memory card in it. Right. Because it'll take, I mean, shit, it'll hold like a million pictures. And I got to change. I put those lithiums in it. Right. And I go over, it's probably every three months I got to change it. I put that thing up in fucking June. I, I just want to see who's walking right. by. I want to exactly. see if anybody's there. Right. But I'll tell you what, once I did it, I think the one I have is... It's like it's a spy point I bought because mm-hmm. most of them are like some of them are five hundred bucks. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a, I had a deal at uh, uh, Scander Outdoors. I went over it and they were like it was like two seventy five, and it was ten bucks a month if you did it year round. 
Right. I said, fuck it. I'm going to try it. That's cheap and, and now I see myself where I'm like, man, I need like fucking four of these. It's like yeah. really bad, yeah. you know? I can yeah. see the advantage to them, you know? You never have to touch them. Yeah. But here on my farm here, I, it's hard for me. I check my mine here. I'd like to go two weeks and check them, but I can't fucking do that. It's right. every, I do it. I, I make myself, I'm busy enough doing other things where it's like, once a week, usually on the weekend, I'll go back middle of the day and it's hot yep. as fuck. No. And they're all, I can drive to them. I can right. drive right up to them in my golf cart. I use a golf cart back right. here. Right. Quiet, battery powered. And that's where they're at. I, you know, and then, I, I know it sounds like overkill a lot. This is my theory. I don't know if you, we'll talk about it. If you think maybe there's any validity to this. I have a feeling, and this is just from my experience, at least my block here. When I like, I hear guys like Mark Jury talking about killing big bucks, right? Mark Jury's got some unbelievable farms. He's just a guy. I mean, he's earned his way to him. You know, right. he's, he's fucking worked his way up, saw everything, saw the potential in that part of Iowa before anybody else did, and started killing big deer. But I was watching a video of his on it was on YouTube the other day, and he was talking about how, you know, I usually people think I run cameras heavy. He's like, and I run, you know. You know, I, I might. He's like, I run one to every 50 or 100 acres. And I go, holy shit, that's how much land you have. Right. Well, you think that's heavy. Right. Deer here, right across from where we're sitting right now, that swamp right over here. Correct. It's fucking six acres. Every year, it holds a four-and-a-half-year-old buck. Last year, I had a buck, didn't know where he lived. He was running around my farm. I kept getting pictures someplace. He'd pop up, four-and-a-half-year-old buck. Nice eight pointer, mid one thirties, probably one thirty five. But he's a four and a half year old. I call him Magnum. He just was an eight point that was heavy, fighting son of a bitch. I couldn't find him. Where the hell is this deer? Mind you, I live here. Okay, mm. like this is right across right. From my pole barn. You can throw a rock and hit that fucking swamp. Right. One day, I got a picture right up the hill here, and he looked like he was coming from the south. I said, "What the fuck?" So I, I snuck in there midday, and on a trail leading into some hinge cuts, I put. Literally 40 yards from my neighbor's house, I hinge cut a bunch of trees to kind of create a barrier and then thicken it up. Correct. So it funneled them on my property. I put a camera there. I got pictures of him every day there. He's living in this fucking six acres. I would have never known. That's his core area. Yeah, never guessed it. His yeah. core is six acres. That's what pressure does to deer. At least here, I you know, I know that. But it's unbelievable. So people are like, yeah, you know, I don't. They, I know, I, how many times in your life you, you, you've probably driven by or just a giant, I mean, that you've seen one on the side of the road somewhere bedded. Several. Oh, holy shit, you know, and you're like, what is he doing? It's because that's where they, he knows he's safe, you exactly. know? Exactly. Yeah, but these deer, these deer here, I think, I think in my mind, and this is the kind of the conclusion I've drawn in Michigan, the core areas shrink drastically when hunting pressure gets on them. I mean, they literally, I ended up carving a fucking food plot in this woods here. I literally cut some trees out. I put, I mean, this food plot is fucking 30 yards across, 30 by 30. It's clover and it's two different kinds of clover and it's gets enough sunlight where it's got good green growth and it's 20 yards from the thickest marsh you can see over here. Good kill plot. Yeah. They come out. It's a safety and secure area. That right. buck, that's where I started getting pictures of them was on that little plot. The neighbor kid shot him fucking during the peak of the rut, bedded with the doe. 40, the kid got out of school, got his shotgun, he's like 16 years old, went up to his fucking climber, or went up to his ladder stand right behind his, dad's got 10 acres right here, climbs up, gets in there, texts his buddy, hey, good luck tonight if you're out, looks up and 50 yards in front of him, that buck's bedded with a fucking doe. <laughs> Boom, shot him. And he was within this little tiny, it was probably eight acre area now, 
because it was just on their property where it was bedded. Right. And he drained them. And I, I just go, you know what? But, like, I had all my buddies know how, you know, I'm, how hardcore I am about hunting and everything else. And they were like, oh, man, I bet that really, I bet that really pissed. And I go, look, if that deer's dying, then I know that fucking three-year-old is safe. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Exactly. That next year, yeah. we're going to have a new crop. I'd rather see that kid kill a 135-inch four-year-old and then do, keep doing that. Because then I know those other bucks are safe. They're safe every year. They're safe. They're safe. They keep going, you know. But that's what's hard to explain to people about how you manage them and how you do that. You know what I mean? But that's, like I said, that's my theory about their core areas. I think they shrink drastically when they get older. They do. Know? They do. And, and and then when I when I go into their core area, I don't rattle. I don't grunt. I don't. I don't use any of the tactics that I would use out in Iowa. Yeah. I, I am completely opposite in Michigan. I do not want them to even know I'm there. You're right. Yeah. You know what? There's some, that's a good fucking point. Because there, in this section, your section you're talking about here, there's probably one, maybe two four-and-a-half-year-old deer better in this section. I bet, yeah. That's probably it. That's it. Yeah. And they know who the king is. Yeah. And... If somebody's over there clanging horns, they're fucking running, man. Yeah, they, and it ain't towards so you. So this is this is what's crazy. <laughs> this is what's crazy to me to think about. And I've, I've talked to other people about this. How many people? I've literally in my life of hunting. I mean, I'm 34 years old. I've been bow hunting since I was fucking 12 when it was legal. I've rattled in two deer in my life in Michigan, and the only time I was doing it as a kid too much, scaring deer everywhere. I wonder why it scared them away. Right? I wonder Correct. what the fuck is going on. So I stopped doing it. Now, the only two deer I've rattled in are big bucks that I've seen mature deer. I mean, you're talking mature deer I've never seen before. Seen them before you rattled? Nope. I've never, I see them walking and I grunt at them. This is two deer I've done this to in my whole fucking life in Michigan. One of them was last year. I grunt, I grunt. The one I shot November 14th, he was a three-year-old, but he was the only deer I had on that property. And he, but anyways, the, the first one I ever rattled in, I ended up shoulder shooting. I fucked it up. But he, uh, it was during that year we had EHD really bad. Remember that? Mm-hmm. They fucking, I know this week I hit really hard with EHD here. <laughs> I was hunting during the peak November 7th, like one of my best big buck killing days. Hunting in the middle of my 60 acre woodlot. It's a fucking swamp. And I saw two yearlings walking across the only, I mean, it was hard to see deer that year. And they're walking across the woodlot, and I'm like, fucking, well, at least there's deer, you know, and I glass them, because I never even go into my woodlot until the rut, until November starts, at least Halloween. They're walking through, and then behind them was just a big swamp buck. Never seen him, who the fuck, he probably just showed, he's probably looking for does, can't find him anywhere, I'll fucking get it. I grunted at him, he stops and looks, he's 150 yards probably across this woodlot. I bleed at him with a can, I bleed at him with a can, doesn't do shit. Starts to keep following so I said, fuck it. If I'm going <laughs> to, fuck it, I'm going to try. I get the horns, and I hit him. He came in on a fucking string, raking trees every 10 yards. Took him what felt like a half hour to get in. Came in, comes in, stares at my tree 30 yards head on for what felt like an hour. It was probably fucking 40 seconds. And then he turned, and when he turned, I had one opening. I shot at him right in the fucking knuckle of his shoulder. Got an arrow sticking out of him, fucking the whole shaft sticking out of him. And he went back to chasing those does. <laughs> that was the only thing, you know what I mean? And you know why he came in? Because he actually thought there was a doe there that he was going to be able to bring. That's it, because everybody else was dead. Yeah. 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 It's wild. I was sitting in Iowa 
and you see these deer come by missing hide. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the age structure out there is so great. There's so many three and a half, four and a half, five and a half, six and a half yeah. year olds. I hit the horns, and I had five bucks underneath me at one time that were over 125. That's two, a- two of them. Two of them were all getting ready to hook up, you know, doing yeah. that sideways yeah. dance yeah. out there yeah. in the field. And three of them just standing there watching, all within 40 yards of me. <laughs> but they came in because of the age structure. Yeah. You know, people are like, oh, I, I rattle, I rattle. You know, here in Michigan, yeah. I rattled in a little six-point. Well, yeah, you rattled in a little six-point. A dumb fuck. Yeah, but how many big bucks did you actually educate in the process? Yeah. yeah. You, you know, if I see one cruising... I'd probably hit the horns at him. Yeah. Or I'll, I'll hit the grunt. If, if he doesn't come in, grunt's what I always do first. Right. That's, my that's, what, that's, what, that's yeah. what I do. I hit the grunt tube. And, and then I gauge his interest in the grunt tube. And, you bleed it all? I can call. Yeah, that's the same thing yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah. Primo's little mini can. Yeah. yeah. It, I do it in combination with a grunt if I see if I see If, a you see, it, if yeah. I see one. But I just don't sit out there in the woods and do a blind. Because I don't want nobody, no nothing. You're already smart here. Exactly. I get these fucking, this is what's crazy. You know when gun season starts, and I'm I'm sure you know the same shit. When gun season, the day November 15th hits here, I don't get daylight pictures for a fuck. One and a half year old bucks are at one o'clock in the morning. Feeding on a food plot. And I'm like, this is a one and a half year old deer. A fucking spike will not feed during daylight hours. Educated. Yeah, just smart as shit, you know? And that's what, I like the rut, don't get me wrong, but I know one thing for sure, and this is the most consistent time, I've killed five bucks out of the ones I've killed, good bucks, I've all killed late season. When it's cold as shit and they have to eat. Right. They have to. And all the young ones are already shot off, so you ain't got to worry about them. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So they'll come in, and that's what I've had. I know that no matter what, so when I plant, do you food plot at all or no? Not really, no. Really? I, I got a spot. My buddy's like, eh, come on up. I'll, I'll let you hunt it. You know, it's a hundred and some acres. They put a food plot in. Well, he's one of these guys that I, every time I shoot a big deer off his place, he flips me off and he's mad. He gets mad, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's some hillbilly shit. I know yeah. I've been down that road. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and I said, well, David, I'd come up there and put a food plot on there. But just as soon as one of your other buddies stop knock on the door, say, "Hey, can I go down there and hunt?" You're gonna let them hunt. You're gonna let them in there, yeah. and you're just wasting my time. So. Yeah. So, I, I I just select not to hunt it. You know what I mean? I've been the long. I've seen value to it the more I've done it. So, we have like right now, and this is the, this is the best year I've ever had for big bucks. Like best year I've ever had for a crop of bucks on all. I got three farms I hunt. All three of the farms I hunt have alfalfa. And there's, I mean, for fucking one thing I know for sure, compared to the bean years, you know, stop eating the beans once they brown until late right. season. Then they pick them in fucking September 29th or whatever. Right. So it's around the 1st of October. They, they're already running beans around yeah, here. they're gone. And there's nothing there. There's no food left. My other places I have, they're all in alfalfa this year. I've never had more deer in fields in my life with all that alfalfa, you know? And it's just, it's always done well for me. They'll dig through the snow to eat it, but then I put in the radish plots in the late season, the brassicas and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They don't do shit now. They won't even touch them right now. Right. That's not my plan. Right. My plan yeah, is when season. everybody is done fucking hunting right. and it's just cold enough for me to want to go where it's got to be like in the, it's got to be like 15 degrees. 
and, and I'm like, and them radishes and them purple top turnips, they turn to sugar. Oh, and fuck. then they're in there just pawing them up. Every, you, you, you can't go in. I can't, my truck camera, I mean, my fucking filling SD card up. Oh, they're yeah. out there all day. I mean, you got to be right. careful not spooking them going out. Right. And that's the time, you know, the most consistent time. I remember the, well, the buck I shot, not like two years ago, I shot this buck I had back here on the farm. He was a four and a half year old buck. He showed up the year before as a seven point. I get this weird six point genetic back here. I got way too many fucking six. This year I got a six point that if he had an extra time, he'd be in the one thirties. They're just these, you know, these, this weird six. My dad's killed two of them back here that are four and a half year old six points. They're just bullies. They fucking push other deer off. I'd like to shoot one. <laughs> you know, what? yeah. In all honesty, my uh, you know John Stanton. Yeah, yeah. He shot a, a six point one time down there on his place, and it was like twenty one inches wide. Oh no shit! Oh, I didn't yeah. know you. I didn't. Are you and John friends? Then? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've hunted down there at no John's shit. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've known them forever, man. They're yeah. great people. Yeah, yeah. That that uh that six point. I had this one back here. He's a six point that had a seventh. They had a G three, right? Right. And I'm like, he showed up the year before. And he just, it was late season. He showed up in just like December 15th. I started getting pictures of his ass coming looking for food or whatever he was doing. I wouldn't have killed him that year anyways, but I never got a single daylight picture of his ass that year. It was all nighttime shit. And I'm like, all right, he's already, this is going to be a hard deer to kill. The next year, he stuck around. Early season, holy shit, there's the big seven. The big seven, the big seven. That's all. My neighbor called him the lucky seven. I'm like, dude, I'm going to kill this fucking deer at one point or another. And he's like, he's on my hit list too. He's the top of my list. He's just a deer that... He was going to different food plots. I had four or five different pictures of him fighting other deer and pushing them off. I'd have like a good looking three-year-old buck show up and that's a nice 10, dude. He's going to be, and next thing you know, he's got his head down his, on a food plot, swollen, and he's fucking pushing them off the farm. I got the point and I'm like, I'm going to kill this deer one way or another. Never saw him one time during deer season, the entire fucking season. Never saw him in daylight, never got a daylight picture of this deer. Never even in velvet, all at night. We had a huge cold front come in in 20, it was it 20, 2016. Huge cold front. I had a radish plot, the only radish plot I had on the farm. It's a fucking two acre, acre and a half radish plot. I went out, I checked my camera one night, and I got three daylight pictures of him for three days in a row on that food plot. I said, holy shit. He's coming here. I'm going to get a chance to kill him my fucking muzzleloader. It's like two days left till the end of muzzleloader season. I went out and sat. And I saw two bucks I'd never seen before on that food plot. I'd never seen them in my life, but I knew they were here. And I was like, well, I can't shoot either one of these because the big seven's been showing up. He came in, walked in behind me, and watched the – I turned around. He was watching the food plot head on. He's 70 yards away for – I'm not kidding. It was 20 minutes. It was legit 20 minutes. I got my muzzle loader. I'm like, fuck, is he going to come in? It's getting dark. He was waiting to see if everything was good and clear. Oh, that's yeah. how, that's what a pressured deer does. Oh, yeah. I had the wind right, and I'm like, I'm not going to wait for him to come to the plot. When he turns and gives me an opening, I'm going to hammer him. It's like a fucking muzzleloader. Right. He turned, and I smoked him. But I shot that deer. The only time I ever saw him in daylight was because I had food, and he had to fucking eat. You know what I mean? That was exactly. it. Exactly. But, and then once again, I didn't overhunt that. You know, I, didn't, I wasn't hunting and pressuring that shit. If I would have gone out there every day, I would have fucking educated the living hell out of them, you know? Right. But I was waiting in the late season for that. At that point of the season, you're kind of burnt out of hunting right, anyways, right, right. you know? But yeah, that's wild, man. That's just, I love, so that's the value I've seen to them. But so what do you, you primarily hunt travel corridors? Is that what you do? Or I mean, what do you, pinch points? Pinch points. Yeah. I like to hunt pinch points. And, yeah. And, and I like to hunt swamp too. You know? Oh, fuck yeah. 
you know, the edge of a swamp. If you can find a pinch point in a swamp, even better. Yeah, no shit. You know, like I say, a lot of my stands, I might have to paddle down a creek or something yeah. to get there, but nobody else is haunting them. That's because nobody else is there. That's right. why. Right. And they're just those 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 uh, security areas or those sanctuaries. And I got I got one farm up north town. Nobody hunts it, you know. And the guy's really good. He let me do anything I want up yeah. in there. And uh, 2010, I shot one down in Iowa, probably 160 incher, you know. Yeah. And I come back here and I said, well, I'm just gonna go out and shoot a doe. And uh, I, I go out and I just plop down on the ground and. It's muzzleloader season. Yeah. And these does start coming out. And I'm just waiting, you know. I'm in no hurry, you know. I'll wait for a good one to yep. come out. And they kept throwing their head back. <laughs> and I'm like, boy, I'm no dummy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sat there and sat there. And just before dark, here he come. And you got good binos. I got Yo, good. Oh, fuck yeah. I got good binos, yeah. you know. He walks out. And I said, oh, he's a good one. <laughs> Oh, and, and, and I'm going from the binoculars to the scope, binoculars to the scope. Yeah. Just making sure because there's like 17, 18 deer standing <laughs> in the field. And I said, that's him. 168 yards. Muzzle loader? Yeah. Man, it's a fucking poke. Smack. And I don't shoot the heart. I shoot the high shoulder shot oh, every time. Yeah. I'm a long shooter. <laughs> I, I want that high shoulder. Yeah. I, I, I want to take their wheels out from them if I'm shooting them. And that's the last one I've shot with a gun, and that was 2010. No shit. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what I've gotten now. I guess, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I don't want to be a fucking complete hater, but all these guys, the, the 450 Bushmasters, to me, <clears throat> and I I know I'm going to catch some fucking shit for this online. I know I am. To me, you're putting a tool into somebody's hand, most people's hand, that they are incapable of using using. effectively. So, I mean, yeah, I I can't fucking stand when somebody tells me, I got this new 450, it shoots 300 yards. And I go, I've seen you fucking shoot. You don't need to shoot past 100. (laughs) You know what I mean? Exactly. And I'm like, there's, that and most people are, I'm saying that for myself. I don't shoot all the fucking time. Right. A muzzleloader with me, I shoot, that's all I hunt was muzzleloader. Right. And I'm shooting... 150 is like my furthest, unless it's an absolute monster, and I'm like, all right, I'm comfortable, I'm calm, and st- I will not take. But I, once again, in Michigan, we're hunting here. What's the furthest shot you can take most of the time? Yeah. Maybe 200, 200 yards. yards. Yeah. But I'm still not comfortable doing that. I don't right. do a lot of that right. shit. You know, right. I just I've never been that guy where I want to take those shots. I want them close up personally. <laughs> Me too. That's why I love bow hunting. You know, <laughs> I, I want to get. I want them to make that last mistake. Right. You know. But I, I've never, I won't buy, I haven't bought a 450. I don't hunt with them. I know a lot of guys do. Everybody I know has them. That's cool. You want to do that? Yeah. But I know from experience, too, I go to the butcher. The fucking butcher hates them. Oh, I bet. The yeah. way they yeah. hit, you know, they're nuts. I mean, they're they're a hell of a round. You'd kill anything with them, oh, you wow. know? I have these guys right now, just because I'm, in the next couple of years here, I'm going to be able to draw a couple really good early season muzzleloader tags out west. So, I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm an opportunist. Mm-hmm. I'll fucking hunt with what I can get a tag for that's good. Well, out in Arizona, Utah, Wyoming, a lot of people don't know, they have early muzzleloader seasons oh, that yeah. are close to the fucking rut. Or the, I mean, they're close to times where you could bow hunt, but you get that little extra distance. And it's easier to draw than archery tags in some places. Dude, a 350 bull is a 350 fucking bull somewhere. You right. know what I mean? If right. I can draw one in Arizona early season, yeah, I'll do it. So I got these guys. There's a local gun shop up here. Bear Creek Ballistics, 
they're known for making, they started making custom 450s when they were first coming out, muzzle loaders, And they make their own bullets, copper bullets. They make a 245 and 285 grain, 100% weight retention bullet. They ain't cheap. But they're making me a CVA Acura Bergara Barrel Long Range Hunter. They headspace the breech plug, so you get guaranteed. They shoot, you know, the custom primers, custom triggers on them, and then they dial them in with a loophole VX3i with a CDS turret on that yep. fucker. And Bro- I'm like, brother-in-law just got one of them yep. on a 450. Oh yeah. And, and, and what's the yardage you can get out of that fucking thing? 300. Is yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, but he's a, he's a shooter, you know. Yeah. He, he's a police officer, you know. Yeah. He, he's got access to the range. Yeah. And. I just see these guys going and buying like those Ruger Americans, those bullets, yep. and I'm just like, these fuck. The first of all, these kick like a fucking punt gun, you right? Know? Right. And these guys are here, yeah. I mean, they just, I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a fan. It's like it's to me, it's almost like the new. It could be the new buckshot. Yeah. You know the way everybody, it's like fuck it, and that's what our state wants. They want people to kill every fucking thing they yeah. see. You and, know, and it's ridiculous. The, yeah. The, uh, Michigan Department of Natural Resources ought to be ashamed of themselves the way they're handling everything. You know, EHD was great for Michigan. It was. A lot, a lot of people don't think so. I think it was. It was great for Michigan. I mean, it just increased the age structure of the deer, oh, yeah. you know, and it got rid of a lot of unnecessary deer. Yeah. You know, like I, like I told you earlier, I'd rather see one deer a night than a hundred like we used to. It's that's. I'll tell you what now. I'll never forget that year we had EHD. I knew I had to do something drastic because I wanted that herd to survive. I wanted to get something good through. I mean, we found a lot of dead deer on this farm, a lot of them. I got three creeks that run through here, fucking two acre pond. They, I mean, we were finding tons of dead deer, and I was my trail cameras were fucking dry, like it hit in pockets. Right. right. You got like this spot it hit hard, and then down the road maybe not so much. So I said, you know what? I mean, there, it was bad enough. I never. I took this whole. I got a thirty acre field here. I planted. Those uh, killer, like daikon radish. That's mm-hmm. what you buy them in bulk called daikon. Everybody right. fucking uses, you know, I want to do uh, whatever tillage radishes or mm-hmm. want to do the, the fucking white rat. They're all daikon radishes. Those right. giant Asian radishes. Right, right. I planted a 30-acre field in that. We had to get some more mass to the field anyways. It was, had some nematodes in it. It was getting fucked up. So I did that. And I said, all right, we'll plow it in the spring. That winter... I had, I went out one time and we had no deer. I remember seeing 40 deer on that field one night and I couldn't fucking believe it. I was like, you have got to be shitting me. I mean, I didn't see 40 deer the whole year, Exactly. but they were all here eating those radishes and I found six sheds that year. I've never found more than one shed a year on any, do you ever find sheds? You shed on them all? I shed on them all the time and very rarely. Now you go to Iowa. Yeah. You find them all the time. But Michigan, it just seems well, like they're so hard to find. Oh, fuck. My buddy in Illinois, he goes down. he got a farm in southern Illinois he, him and his family owns. Mm-hmm. They go down here from there. He doesn't live far from here. They go down there and they come back and fucking 40, 50 yeah. sheds. Oh, yeah. yeah. I find one shed a year here. I'm doing I'm, – that's a good fucking year. Lucky, yeah. yeah? That's, a, that's and, a good year. And basically I shed on – but I'm looking – for all the secondary trails when I'm shed hunting. That's what I'm doing. That's probably why I don't find as many sheds as everybody yeah. else. I'm looking. You know, I wanted to know why they're walking down this yeah. trail. Everything's and, worn down you, then. You yeah. can see everything. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And, and I'm looking at the main trail. Well, I don't want to hunt the main trail because every deer walks down it. Yeah. Every doe, every oh, year yeah. and a half, yeah. every two and a half year old. I want to hit this side trail. What's... Here's a question. What's your favorite set that you have to hunt? Out of all, you said you have 10 sets or whatever. Yeah. If you had to pick a favorite, 
Tell me your favorite set. Describe your favorite set. It's this paddle one across the lake. Is it? Oh, yeah. No shit. And it, it's getting tougher to do the older I get because <laughs> it, there's nothing to get out on. You're getting out in cattail swamp and it's five yeah. foot of water right off the edge. No and, shit. And I'm trying to get out of Bram and <laughs> two hours before daylight, but it's well worth it. You yeah. know what it is? My favorite set. Nothing. Nothing bothers you back there. You, you don't have a camera. You, you probably can't run a fucking camera. I don't run a camera You just there. go there. I just go there. Man, that's crazy. It's like hunting people used to hunt. Right. Nowadays, going in blind is almost a fucking crazy idea to me. Right. You know what I mean? The point right. we run cameras, every fucking trip. But I have two spots on this farm that I don't step in until that calendar rolls to November. I don't put a fucking camera there. You won't see a set of boot prints in there. I don't go there. It's the same way. And mm-hmm. usually I see a lot of good deer there. But it, you know, it makes you wonder. But then again, man, you're fighting that battle against your fucking self. How hard oh, yeah. it is. Yeah. But you just wait for the right wind and the exactly. right and, and that calendar date, and you roll in there. Yep. No shit. How many bucks have you killed out of that one stand? We'll say three. But I've but got all. I, yeah, but they're all good bucks. Yeah. And, and I've got like two or three stands that I've killed. Yeah. Three. You know what I mean? Yeah. Two, two or three out of each one. It's just like it's just like flipping a log. Yeah. You know, and there's a big bass laying under that log. Uh, <laughs> he, he's there for a reason. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. You know it's your place. You know it's a good piece of structure they're right. going to hold up in. Right. Have you, uh, what's your most heartbreaking moment you've ever had in the fucking woods? Uh, last year when I struck that deer. When you hit that one? Where'd you yeah. hit him? He was, he was, he come in, he got nervous for some reason, and he was headed out, and he was ordered to me. Yeah. And I just didn't shoot far enough back. I shot too far forward. I think I shot him right behind the front front yeah. front leg here and come out to brisket. They'd, All meat, like a meat hit? Yep. Yeah. And bled he, like a bitch? Bled like a son of a gun. Fucking meat wound, yep. He went, I tracked him on blood a thousand yards. Ooh. Been there too. I, I did that mm-hmm. in the buck where they're eating fucking beans when I got done. Yeah. Yeah. And I figured, and that, that was second second week of november right before it was the saturday before gun season okay and i had to, i had the whole week off i never even hunted i just kept looking for that deer looking just for said, that deer looking for that deer looking for that deer and i i just made me sick to my stomach because i had four years of history with that deer man and i passed him up in 2015 at 35 yards chest on because i didn't think i could make the shot yeah you know it's just and i and I hunt so hard for these big bucks. Yeah. I never want to wound them. Fuck you know? no, who does? Who, you, nobody you, does. Nobody but it happens. But it's it happens. Hunt. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's the it's it's the worst thing you it's the worst feeling you can get when you walk oh, out of the woods. Sick your fucking stomach. You don't sleep and, in three days. And I figured I figured, well, he's gonna lay low. Yeah. He'll show back up. But just this he had a home core. Yeah. And he was headed there. Is he still have you got any pictures of him yet? No. But I never get a picture. I never got a picture of him until the first week of November every year. Oh, he shit. never would show up until the first week of November. That's wild. For four years straight, never show up. That's wild. Isn't that weird? How they, it's like they have a route. My guy I hunt with in Southern Ohio, he's told me year after year. He goes, "Look, if I put you in a stand, and this is just testament to different places and how they go. Down there, it's mountainous. Where I'm right. in Athens County, it's literally fucking mountains." Oh yeah. And he's like, look, if I put you in a basin at a stand, he's like, you know, they bait down there and everything else. He goes, and the reason I bait is there's nothing here. It draws does in. 
and during the fucking rut, the bucks don't eat the corn. They but come in no, looking for no, does because there's no food. Right. They know the does are going to be. He's like, but what they do, and he goes, and I know this for a fact because I've been doing this with Cameron since he bought a farm there. He's from Pennsylvania. Another hard as fuck place to deer right. hunt. That's why I hunt this guy. He goes, dude, when I started fucking hunting, I've killed some big deer in Pennsylvania. When I started hunting in Ohio, I knew I could fucking do this and be good at it. He, but he, what he told me, he's like, say I got one basin. I put his tree stand in, you know, it could be, he goes, those deer, it could be fucking 10 miles across one place. You know, he's got, and it's not all his land. He's got one chunk there. So what these deer will do, they make a route during the rut around the edge of that basin. It might take them three days to looking for does, yep. zigzagging and then bed, zigzagging thick shit, Osage, all these thick fucking creek bottoms. And then all of a sudden they come back and they check those same routes. He goes, so if you, during the rut here, just... He goes, I'm not kidding you. We don't, I don't move stands. He goes, the wind is good. That's what we're fucking hunting. We're hunting there every day. The same spot because they're going to, and consistently, gonna come by. consistently we've killed, you know, he kills big deer every year and he has clients too. I'm going right. there for the rut this year, but it's kind of, with here, it's a different animal. We do it. And like you said, you have him show up. I have a deer here. He's not a monster by any means. He fucking probably will be. I mean, he's this year. He's probably four, be four years old this year. He shows up December First, second, or third every year. Where the fuck is he? Right. Where is he living? Right. You know how much pressure there is on this blonde? Yep. He's not on my farm. Right. Who the fuck else is? Is somebody just feeding him in their backyard? I mean, what the hell? There's that many people here. Down there, there's like three landowners and all that. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. yeah, he can get away. But where is this fucking deer? Yeah. I One of my neighbors down here I talked to told me he has a huge 10 point in his backyard. I don't know what fucking huge means. He's not a hunter, really. He's a big one. He's showing me with his hands. And we'll take a picture of him. He goes, he's been here. He shows up here every year. He's here in September, and then he disappears in October when they lose fucking, you know, when they lose Velvet, no, he's gone. No. And I go, Where the f- where's this deer going? I don't know who the fuck. He goes, he's huge. And he's literally a mile down the road, the guy. Right, right. And he's only got five acres. He's like, he comes in, he feeds me and my wife, love to see him, and then he's gone. I'm like, every year I think he's dead somewhere. <laughs> you know what right, I mean? He right. shows well, the fuck up, you know? You know, and... and, and. Don't get me wrong. I fed deer. Yeah. You, you know, it works. Yeah. You know, I had one that. You ever kill a big buck over bait? Yeah. You have? Oh yeah. I've done it too, but I'm not. I'm not one of those people. A lot of people talk about. You know, a lot of guys, and this is what I think is crazy. And we'll we'll break this stigma right fucking now. I wanted to get into this because a lot of people say you can't kill big deer over fucking bait. And mind you, we can't bait now. Right. And I don't fucking bait. I mean, I. This is my only beef, and we'll get back to the corn thing. You can't put mineralics out in the state until 15 days before the season. Correct. The time they need them the most is when the does are pregnant, and they're just starting to get their fucking antlers. Right. I'm not trying to... Are you shitting me? Like, why can't we put them out? That's when they need those minerals. Is like that June, July. That's when they need them. We can't right. have them the fuck out in Michigan. No. That is ridiculous to me, man. I mean, don't... don't you know how stupid right. that is? But I'll, I'll tell you, vanilla extract. Yeah, I've heard that too. You know, back in the day, we used to use it. I mean, I worked at Dale Nell Archery back in 1984. Okay, where, where was that? In Battle Creek. Oh, D- no. D- D- Archery, yeah. Okay. Back in 84. And cover up it was called. It was just basically a vanilla extract that you put on yourself. Yeah. Well, I, we started using it, started using it, splashed it on trees. And these bucks would come in. And they'd rub every tree you splashed it on. And my buddy worked at Kellogg's. Yeah. He said, hey, I got some fruit loop extract. 
Are you... <laughs> no way, man. We were splashing that on trees back in the no shit. 2000s. These, these bucks would just come in and just licking their nose, licking their nose, licking their nose. Oh, no shit. This stuff was cutting the air so much, you know what I mean? It, it, and you you sat there and you think you're eating a bowl of Fruit Loops, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. These deer couldn't handle it. No shit. They were coming to this stuff, and, and then, you know, he retired. He couldn't get, yeah. get, get it anymore. <laughs> That's wild, man. That's what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you, too. What's one of the wildest things yeah. you've ever used to do that? Yeah, Fruit Loop Extract. I got a buddy of mine. I, I, this is and this is why I mean you know you I'm sure you've heard some just some wild shit over the years. I know a guy of mine. This I kid you. He's killed some decent deer. He hasn't killed any fucking monsters, but he's killed a couple big ones back in the day. Mm-hmm. To this day, I'm not kidding you. He uses fucking diesel as a cover scent because he goes tractors. Tractors are in these fields all the time, smelling like diesel. And I go, yeah, man, I just, you're not going to fucking sell me on it. Right, <laughs> exactly. You're just not going to fucking sell it to me. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm not putting diesel on my $180 boots. Right. I'm just not doing it. Exactly. He's like, I'm telling you what, man. He's always told me that. The biggest buck I ever had a chance to kill in Michigan, he's probably 150, just a little touch over. I climbed up a tree, dumped a little dough and heat out. Yeah. And he's coming on a string. Finally, he just quarters just enough wind him, and he smells that dough and heat, and he just turns inside out. No shit. And that's the last time I ever, that was like 2003, 2000. Last time you ever used it? Last time I ever used it. I've heard, you know what, here's the other thing too, and I heard this, Mark Jury said this once, man, I've always, I've watched every video, I love that guy, man. Oh, I just love he's listening to Mark. Oh, fucking yeah. guy, I mean, I watch any video he's in, any oh, of those guys, dude, he's, oh, yeah. but him, it's like he's on the edge, he's a fucking deer nerd times 12, him right. or Bill Winky. How boring is fucking Bill Winky's voice? Hey. <laughs> I speak, mean, that guy. Speaking of Bill Winky, down in Iowa, I'm right there. Elvia, Iowa. Bill Winky lives about 10 miles from Elvia. Yeah. And we're about 20 miles from Elvia. Yeah. But I was hunting a farm over in Blakesburg, and I drove by Bill Winky's house driveway every day when I was no going shit. over to Blakesburg to hunt. <laughs> Bill, I mean, if you, the first time I ever watched Midwest Whitetail, and mind you, I mean, I'm a you know, like you, I think about deer hunting, you're the fuck around. Oh, I'm always yeah. thinking about something, yeah. you know, it's coming, it's not, if when I'm fishing, I'm thinking about this fall, you know right, what I mean? Right. And, uh, I'm watching, I remember watching this first video and I'm like, you know what, if this guy wasn't such a fucking genius <laughs> when he comes to doing what he does, I would never list. I mean, this is the most, I mean, he's just monotone, but that guy, I love how he does the live thing right. where he does that now. He does it online. I watch his fucking, I wear a Bluetooth in the tree stand sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'll listen, I'll watch his live updates of him. It's unbelievable. The oh, stuff that, the knowledge and stuff I get, you know, I pick and choose. It's not like right. you follow a doctrine because it doesn't apply to you. It's not the right. same area. Right. But I watch shit he does and I'm just like, well, I heard this. Bill Winky and Mark Drury both said this and I believed it before they said it. But when they said it, I'm like, well, clearly, you know what I mean? It kind of validates what you think, you know? Right. He, um, they said, somebody asked him, do you ever use Don't Heat? Do you ever use any of that? And Marger, I'll never forget when he said this one time. It was like, it was probably a video from like 15 years ago. He goes, I'm trying to be as scent free as possible. Why am I going to add fucking scent? You know, like I said, he didn't say, why am I going to add scent to this environment that I'm trying to be scent free in? Correct. So now, as far as scent free goes, now we're on that. Do you believe in the scent lock? Do you believe in any of that stuff? I have it. Yeah. You know, I'm wearing Under Armour still. Okay. 
They have that. They got that silver shit in there yeah. too, don't they? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But I mean, I'm constantly washing my clothes. Yeah, scent free. Scent free. I I don't. That Ozonics, my brother-in-law, he bought one. He said, "Don't waste your money, Buck." Dude, <laughs> if I had to fucking, I'll tell you this, and he's gonna hear this podcast. A friend of mine I hunt with, he started going to Ohio with me. Yeah. I told this fucking guy every day, he bought a brand new one for went to Ohio. And I told him if I had to hear the word fucking Ozonics one more time, I'm not going to fault the product, but if I have to hear it one more time, I'm going to smash his fucking Ozonics. Yeah. <laughs> I said, if I get to hear you talk about this fucking machine, I'm like, I keep thinking a camera's going to pop out from behind a fucking tree somewhere. Right. right. Oh, and here it is. He's using it. And like, we're shooting. A, I said, we shooting a fucking commercial here. Right. You just not talk about your fucking electronic machine right. in the right. tree. You know, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, the technology is sound, but do how much do I really believe? I mean, is it covering all of my scent? No. Not the way a fucking deer can no. smell. You know Not what I mean? Way. My brother-in-law goes, hey, Buck, I got picked off with a whole sign. So I'm telling you not to spend your three, four hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, and, and he's a clean freak. I yeah. Mean, big time. Do you spray down? I spray down. That's what? that's the only thing I use. Scent killer, gold. Scent killer, the gold, yeah. 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 I yeah. use I use some of the fresher shit, and then I stopped using that because I realized it fucking doesn't smell like dirt. Right. <laughs> like, right. it doesn't. It smells cool, but it doesn't yeah. smell like fucking dirt anywhere. And then last year, I, I tried a little bit of that, uh, that, uh, LS1 or that deer dander. Not, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Uh, oh, 2000, whatever it is, yeah, that, that yeah. product. Yeah. I tried that a little bit. I, I had good results with it. Yeah. But there was a lot of deer in around me, you know what yeah. I mean? And I just, I only used it once or twice and I never got picked off. But my dad has been, a, my dad's been a hardcore hunter since the 70s. Yeah. Like he's killed, you know, he's oh, killed a lot of deer, oh. bow hunter and everything else. My dad, he's been a trapper his whole mm-hmm. fucking life. So right. he's ever does trap, 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 trap. My dad used to use fox piss. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you would use on a set somewhere. Yeah, we used to use it back in the day. I mean, it makes me fucking sick to smell it now. That's right. how much I smelled that shit in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I still, I mean, I think there's some, you know, some validity to that too. But oh, my yeah. biggest thing, same thing. Do you wear rubber boots or you wear yeah, regular boots? I always, I try to wear rubber as much as I can. Yeah. But it depends on when it gets fucking cold out, dude. I'm putting on my, I'm putting on my fucking giant felt packs, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm still wearing the rubber boots. Are you? Yeah. Even cold as cold as cold as I No shit. Do you, um... So you hunt, you said you wear all Under Armour stuff. You layer up pretty good there? I layer up good, yeah. yeah. You have different, I mean, season, different seasonals? Yeah. 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 I layer up pretty good. Yeah. You know, all the base layers and stuff. But. Yeah. Yeah, I usually try to because I sweat. You know, I'm a fat fuck, so I sweat a lot when I walk yeah. to my stand. So I try to carry most of my shit out with me. That's good. And thing. I take my shirt yeah. off and I fucking just sit there and dry out for a bit. Because you're going out in the rut, man. It's kind of hard, but I don't want to freeze to death either. Some you know? of them places down in Iowa, huh? I might have to walk a mile and a half, two miles, and then go down a ravine, cross the creek, and then come up a great big incline. Yeah. I was carrying my stuff on a backpack, bare-chested, <laughs> get up close and then spray down, you know what I yeah. mean, and just sit there for a half hour and try to cool down and yeah. everything. But, One thing I, I do, I will say now, just because, you know, when I was a young kid, I was fucking poor like everybody else was, and, uh, you know, for a long time in my life, I never could I couldn't even splurge for a lot of different things that I really wanted to splurge for. But I always had a nice bow. I always mm-hmm. had good arrows. And I always had the broadheads and shit I want to make sure that was down pat. Until a couple of years ago, I was always wearing, like, mixed camo and shit. The last couple of years, I decided, like, you know what? As much as I fucking hunt, and as much as I'm starting to hunt out west and do stuff, I'm going to buy some technical clothing. 
right. some good, expensive shit that I would never buy normally. I mean, who wants to spend six hundred dollars on fucking camo? It's hard. It's hard to know. do. So I saved up a bunch of money. I bought a couple different sets of shit. I bought some Kuyu stuff from Mountains Out West. I bought First Light, one of their late season. They have this stuff. It's I, I never was a believer in it until you know how how much good quality camo can save your hunt, sweat less, be warmer, be lighter. Right. Until I started using expensive like clothing. First Light has the stuff that I use now. It's uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's their their late season gear. When I hunted Nebraska last year, I shot that buck on Christmas Eve. It was negative seven. I was wearing a fucking like a full head enclosure that was like a merino, and the whole whole get up, all I was wearing underneath there was like some you know some thermals, mm-hmm. they were moisture wicking thermals, right, right, and a nice pair of first light gloves, and I had my felt pack boots on. It's all I wore, and it was negative seven. I sat like seven hours. And I never got fucking cold. And that's crazy. Until, but to believe, you know, but it's, it's fucking true that you get what you pay for. I truly believe oh, yeah. nowadays, no. it's not about the camo. I don't give a fuck about camo patterns. Right. I don't know about you. I don't think that matters as no. much. No. But it's about, for me, it's about what's going to be the if most comfortable thing. If you're not comfortable and you're not warm, you, you can't hunt. You can't hunt. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. And it's funny you said that about Nebraska because we went out there turkey hunting it. Must have been, I'm going to say 15. Let me grab another beer real quick. Yeah, must have been 15, 18 years ago. And uh, we got out there. It was nice, you know, spring and everything. Everything was going fine. And we get up the morning, opening morning, go turkey hunting. And there's two inches of snow on the ground. Oh, fucking in spring? <laughs> yeah. And we, and uh, I don't know if you know Rick Schroeder. Yeah. Yeah, he lives right down the road from yeah. here. We put on everything we took with us out there. We were sitting there, and we had probably a hundred gobblers, you know, hundred turkeys in the trees up there, and they're yeah. just going crazy. And it was so cold they wouldn't even fly down. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> we were about froze to death. How long ago was that? You went out there? Probably fifteen, eighteen years isn't, ago. Isn't that wild? Talking, I mean, yeah. getting off subject, but we're talking about my dad used to go out to Missouri to hunt turkeys. Oh yeah, because there were none, none in, in Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he used to come back with a turkey. Like he just killed a fucking world record whitetail. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. We were kids. I'm like, holy shit. Now, yeah. I buy a fall tag and a spring tag, and I could fill them 12 times a year without even trying. Right. I've never, last year was the first year I ever killed one with a gun. Yeah. I've killed them with a fucking bow because there's some, yeah. I got a flock of 90 birds back here. Yeah. And it's it's stupid. I, I buy a fall tag every year, and I kill one every year in the fucking fall on my oh, tree. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? But it's right. amazing how far they've come oh, back. Yeah. If our deer were like our turkeys, we'd all be killing booners. You know? You know? And that's another thing, state of Michigan. We should be able to shoot two gobblers in the spring. Every other state lets you. Texas lets you shoot four. You yeah. Know? There's so many. <laughs> exactly. I got one you, of my. You can shoot one a day in the fall, but you can only shoot one in the spring. <laughs> yeah. My neighbor down here has told me last year. He let, and I don't mind it because I they all they do is fuck up my hunting. My mm-hmm. one of my best bedding areas is where they roost. Right, and they don't roost there year round. It's only in the fall, mm-hmm. which is weird. It's like a big wind break. It's a bunch of pines, mm-hmm. and all they do is fuck my hunting up. I get so tired. He hunts. He's got a bunch of we got a shitload of pines. There's a bunch of old Christmas tree farms back here, mm-hmm. and he uh he goes, "You kill your turkey yet?" Ask me every year. I'm like, "Yep, I kill oh first day or whatever tag I draw or whatever." Excuse me, whatever tag I fucking buy. Yeah, I went out there and I shot within 40 minutes, you know. Go out with my dad and sit down. Burp, 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 whatever one, the fucking, they're all coming. Whatever one gets in first, we just blast them. Right. And he goes, anybody you know? 
what's kill a bird because they're so fucking they're everywhere like oh, that. Yeah. There's tons yeah. of them, you know. Yeah. It's kind of not a for me. It's kind of not one of those things that I really get into too much anymore. You know, I like doing it, but Jesus, if I mounted every turkey I had, I'd killed or done something. With, I mean, I would have killed. Shit, I know. You kill two a year, and I've been doing it for 30 years. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right, right. I have 60 birds in the wild. I've killed right. big turkeys. But, yeah. yeah, the deer the deer in this state just perplexed me. I think that's why I've always had this thing. Ever since I saw my first giant deer when I was a fucking kid hunting, at least what we know is giant deer, right. I'll never forget it. And that's what I keep going after. Mm-hmm. Now, have you ever seen a deer around? That, have you ever seen a legit booner in Michigan on the hoof? No. I never have either. No. I never have either. I've seen guys have killed them, and I had a friend of mine and over by Marshall. This dude has killed he's killed two two booners in Michigan. He killed one in cold water. It was a gross it ended up netting one sixty nine, but it was like a gross one seventy six. Mm-hmm. He shot with his muzzle loader. He'd never seen it before, I don't think. It just showed up and he shot it. Well then he bought a farm, him and his wife did, on the west side of Mar or the east side of Marshall. And he, this was two years ago, he started sending me, it was like every buck in his farm, 130, he's got some nice ones, 130, 120, and all of a sudden he goes, dude, look at this, and he pulled up, and I'm like, dude, that's your, that's a booner, it's a legit booning crocket deer. He ended up killing this deer, I followed along with him the whole time, like he would send me pictures and new videos, and he'd be hunting, I'm going after him tonight, can't hunt tonight, the wind's bad, and he finally ended up getting air on that deer, and he grossed 174, he netted like 68 or something, right. but that's a lot, but since then... This is every deer with 150. That's the only fucking yeah. deer. And that deer was only four years old. He got aged out. Right. Which I don't even know. Validity of some of those. The way they age deer. Right. right. You ever see some of that shit? You follow Michigan buck pole, don't you? Uh, I, I got them on there as friends, but I, for some reason, I'm not getting their feed. Really? Yeah. I see them. I, usually, I follow along in the fall. Uh-huh. I like to see what people are killing and mm-hmm. go. But I've seen some, man, th- some of these deer up north, they'll take the aging stations. Oh, yeah. When I see a picture of that fucking deer, I know and you know oh, yeah. that is not a six-year-old deer. Like, right. That deer's, they said that deer's, I'm like, look, whoever's aging that deer, some fucking college intern is not going to tell me that deer is six years old, man. Right. There's no right. way, you know. There's just no way. But, you know, I think the other thing, too, I want to talk about that kind of pisses me off is how, look at Lake County. They did that restriction, that point restriction. What do you? What are your thoughts on the point restrictions or the anything like that? I mean, what do you think about that? I'm all for it. So the fuck am I? Yeah. It's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Hey, if if your nephew wants to shoot a buck, I don't care what he shoots. Yeah. But a grown man, just to fill your tags or just, you yeah. know what I mean? Fill them on a dough. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> the point restriction, they, they did that one year. It, and it, and they, they got bigger bucks. Everybody's saying, hey, we got great bucks now. You know? I don't have the stats behind it. By, by You know, I just... It's not really my, I don't really care because I know what I, I see. Right. Um, the year they, the the third year they had it, they had it like four years. Right. They just fucking right. did away with the typical Michigan bullshit. Right. right. But the fourth year in, Lake County, which is all big manistee forest. Right. Thick, no fucking food anywhere in that whole county. It's right. all right. woods and pines. Right. The fourth year, there was three booners killed out of fucking Lake County. Now, is that a coincidence? Because I don't think a booner's been killed in Lake County in 20 fucking years before that. Right. But four of them were killed after you couldn't kill, you know. And to me, it's one of those things where people, they say all oh, the science isn't behind it. And I'm like, look, I'm not talking about fucking science. I'm talking about what I legitimately see. It's not a coincidence three guys killed deer over 170 in this fucking county. Exactly. You know. And then they did away with it, you know. It's like this year now. This is, 
we're getting into this fucking now we're in that CWD zone, right? Because we touch a county where a deer was tested positive for CWD, so they do away with. Look at now you can hunt with a fucking four fifty all of all year long, all year long. You can hunt with all of the yeah. gun season and all the muzzleloader season, That's all, all the way to the end of the year. That's unbelievable. Late doe season, whatever. That's unbelievable to me. You know, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, I let. They're doing. I don't know. You know, I talked to you the other day. I happened to run into. A, one, a buddy of mine who, you know, was talking to the CO in our county here. And he was giving him, because he, he owns a butcher shop. We know fucking, we have probably five friends that own butcher deer. Oh, yeah. right. And one, it was one of those guys, and I was talking to him, and he said, uh, he goes, yeah, I was talking to him. And he goes, the way he was going over all these new, you know, how the seasons are with me. And I was like, so, so you can hunt any weapon until the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what? What, like anybody, I mean, don't get me wrong, most of these people aren't going to fucking do it. You know, there's a lot of right. fair weather hunters out here. But still, and then you can unlimited doe tags. Don't get me that's, that's fine with me anyway. That managed my own herd here anyways. Right, right. You kill five, I usually take out 133 acres. I kill five does a year off here anyways. Right. You know, that's all I'm going to kill. I usually only kill one or two and let my nephew and my dad and whoever else kill them for fucking meat. Right. But I don't have a, but as far as the, no, I don't understand their reasoning behind taking away the point restriction for the second buck tag. I don't understand that. Because they just want you to kill everything. They, 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 they think they're going to wipe out this disease. Yeah. These these prions or whatever, they stay in the ground. Yeah. So they're never going to get rid of this disease. So maybe they should just, just like AHD, let Mother Nature yeah. run its course. Yeah. I You know, it's, it's honestly... It, it didn't work in Wisconsin. Well... They getting, tried to kill everything in Wisconsin. Didn't work there. Getting into a bigger a bigger thing about that. This is the way I've always thought about things. It's like when they reintroduce. Don't get me wrong. Am I pissed? Do I like the idea that we kind of push wolves out as a natural predator? They're gone. We 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 took all their landscape. We took their place in the fucking food chain. Right. They died off. That's how the world works. Am I am I happy that we lost wolves and took their place? No. What are we gonna do? Start killing fucking people? Right. No, I mean, that's the way it works. That's how evolution and the natural selection works. So when you take an animal and you reintroduce it into an environment that it's was left the landscape for a fucking reason, right. what do you, you think something good's really going to come out of that? No. Don't get me wrong. Am I happy all the wolves are gone? No, I, I, like, I think it's cool. I think every animal that should be around, human intrusion fucked that up, you right. know? But now... Do you think it's a good idea? They did that in Yellowstone, and then they realized the species of wolf they reintroduced like 10 years later, genetic testing, it's not even the same fucking wolf species that was there. You know what I mean? Right. And up north of the UP, it's the same thing. You know, they fucking, they'll pack hunt those woods. I mean, deer hunting's never been worse in the UP, ever. Right, right. You know, because of the fucking wolves and hard winters. And yeah. if you, just one thing isn't enough. When you get a combination of two or three things, hard winter and wolves. Jesus Christ, that does a number on your deer herd, you right. know? No food? Fuck. And then these people, people sitting out there, leave the wolves alone, leave the bears alone. <laughs> the fucking, yeah. <laughs> they got they got to be managed just like Some, everything yeah. else. Yeah. There's only so much carrying capacity yeah. in the land. No shit. <laughs> I see out, like you see, in, I don't, this is going to sound terrible, but like, and I know, you know, natural disasters are shit, whatever, but look at the most populated places on the planet. Japan, things like that. Densities of people are huge. Right. They get hit with these giant tsunamis and shit, yeah. and they all die. Right. Oh, we lost 20,000 people or whatever. 
well, that's kind of the world's way of <laughs> fucking hurt. I don't know exactly. what to tell. That's why we have AIDS and shit like that. Right. Cancer. Right. I'm not saying cancer is cool, man. I've lost no. family members right. of that shit. But you know what? We're a, we're a mammal population like the rest of them. Right. CWD, EHD, that's how you control that. Right. What are the benefits of stopping them? <laughs> Fuck, you're going to create another bigger problem that we can't fucking cope with. Right. Like you said, I don't... Am I a fan of all the deer dying from a disease? No, no, I'm not. I'm a deer hunter. I love fucking deer. I like right. eating them. I like chasing them. I like seeing them in the landscape. But the world works itself out in different ways. And when we intervene, I think we do more harm than we do fucking good. Exactly. Yeah. This, I mean, they got CWD right now in Iowa. Yeah. One county over from where we're at. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's wild. You yeah. Know? I know we're we're in, we're getting point now, and the other thing too, Mother Nature always bounces back. Right. Always. The year after we had EHD, I never saw, and this is my own personal experience, and I'm going to speak for everybody because there's guys out there who'll tell you, oh, gee, shit. On my farm, as much as I spent, you spend a lot of yeah. time monitoring your places and thinking right. about them and knowing you analyze everything right. the same way I fucking do. I know the next year I was back here, I saw four does and one food plot one night. And every one of those does had twins. Right. <laughs> when is exactly. the last time you saw, I mean, out of four or four had twins? Exactly. You know, holy shit. And that's because they're coming, you know, it's, the world knows what the world needs, man. Right. 2010, I shot one in Iowa. Go back, shot one in Michigan. 2011, before EHD, I had two big bucks. And... When my best friend shot one, I shot the other. And they were both probably over 140 inches. Yep. And Dustin Schwartoff's, yeah. the, the big curve yep. there. Yep. Right there, had him in the swamp. Seen them both the same morning. We went in there the next day. He shot one. Went in there two nights later. He goes, he's in here chasing does. Five minutes later, I called him. I said, the show's over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 2012 come. I start finding these dead deer. I didn't even hunt. It makes you sick. It just made me sick. I didn't even, I, I wouldn't even feel right about shooting one in 2012. Yeah. So I didn't hunt 2013. I didn't shoot one. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I just, burnt my 2012 tag. Yeah. It's hanging in my fucking, I taped it to my fridge. I do that. Yeah. I didn't kill a buck in 2012. I right. taped my combos. I didn't kill, I don't think, I think I might have killed, I might have killed one doe late season because mm-hmm. I want some fucking meat. Right. And it was real late in the right. year and I was over in Marshall. You know, one of my farms there was 10 acres. I can't manage it anyways. Right. But I was like, well, I'm going to shoot. I'm going right. to shoot. I'm going to shoot a fucking dope. But that was the only tag I filled in right. 2012. Right. And that was that, you know, the year we got hammered. Right. You know. And then 2013, I didn't shoot anything. That, well, then 2014. Yeah. I shot two here and one in Iowa. Yeah. And then. Is that your best year then? Yeah. And then 2015, I didn't shoot anything. 2016, I didn't shoot anything. And then 2017, I shot the one late season, and I shot the one right before gun season. I that, that one, that was a, that was a, I, I saw that deer instantly, and I'm like, that was an old deer. Oh, yeah. He was a, he was a nice I boy. had pictures of him for four years, so he was two and a half when I first, no first seen him. And then I had four years of pictures when he was three, four, yeah. five, and six and a half years old. Oh, man, yeah. I'll tell you what, they're, when they hit four, they're ghosts. Sometimes oh, when they're three, they're ghosts. Oh, yeah. So when, yeah. when they hit four, I mean, you're, it's one of those things where you just got to be, you got to be dialed the fuck in. It's not. I believe luck has a lot to do with all hunting. Oh, yeah. But you know how you, you increase your percentage of luck yeah. is by knowing your shit. You right. know what I mean? You know yeah. them. You know their tendencies, and you know? Legitimately, I should have six more on the wall Yeah. that, I, that I've that i screwed up personally. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that one, you told me your, your most haunting story yeah. was the one that you shot. Yeah. And then, then there's been a few others that, you know, the, the, the wind screws me or, you know what I mean, yeah. or something like that. Or I make make a bad shot and don't hit them whatsoever, you know what I mean? The limb gets in the way or whatever. It, it happens to all of us. Have you, have you ever hit a deer and you know it was a perfect shot and you never fucking found it? Yeah. So have I. And that's, those, that's the one I did. 20, it was, tw- what the fuck was that? It was the year before HD, 2011, 2011, I think it was. I was hunting, I had this buck come in, I called him the muley buck. He had split G2s that were deep forks. Mm-hmm. Fucking forks were probably 10 inches deep. He was narrow, but he was tall like a fucking mule deer. He was a four-year-old buck. I wanted to kill him all year, he would have been cool as shit. You know, I probably wouldn't have scored the 30s, but he was a cool as hell looking deer. And I had him come in, I was hunting a food plot early season, he'd been coming into a lot. I had corn in all these fields. And I had corner food plots in a couple of these fields. Mm-hmm. He was coming into one every three days or so. Season hits. I got a consistent picture of him. I got a picture of him, and then I got a picture of him again. It was like October 11th or 12th. And I'm like, every four days he's coming here, roughly three or four days. So I'm going to fucking sit there. Wind was good. He comes in. Wind switches. It's right at dark. He's in the corn looking at the food plot. I, I shoot, I carry, now this is another thing too, I carry two different kinds of broadheads with me. I would shoot Rage Expandables, I love them, always have. Shot up since they came out, I've just had holes with them that are fucking disgusting. And I carry a fixed blade, I carry a muzzy or like a shuttle right. T-lock, it flies good. Well I had, I was hunting muzzies at that time because I was hunting corn. You fucking hit a piece of corn with a with a Rage, I mean you're fucking, that, it's over. You know, right. corn is, you know, you're going to cut through and continue to kill that animal. So, he came in, started doing this wind switch. I saw him picking his head up. I said, oh, fuck, he's 30 yards. He's going to turn. He turns, starts walking away. I whistle and stop. Just squeaked at him, shot, and I saw that fucking arrow bury perfect middle of the body, quartering up into his shit, took off. Call my dad, ran off through this thick shit. Call my dad, I just smoked that fucking muley buck, drained him. Stud of a deer. No shit, we go back there. Never found a drop of fucking blood. Never found hair. I never found hair where I hit him. I saw my arrow buried into... It was There's fucking 12 inches of arrow sticking out of him. The rest of it was in him. I shoot right. a 31-inch arrow, you know? Right. Never found... I looked for fucking... I looked for three or four days straight. I mean, all day, every day, looking for this deer everywhere. Try everything, looking for buzzards. It was still warm. It was early October. Right. Right. Looking for buzzards. I gave up after about a week. Late season... I'm thinking after the season closes, I go check my bedding areas because I don't ever step into those for shit. Right. Still didn't find them. With, I mean, was a fucking ghost. I mean, I hit him. You know what I mean? It's like what I hit with a field tip. I mean, I mean anything, nothing. They they've got such a will to live. It's, oh yeah. It's not even funny. I like that one I shot last year. It, it, it's just unreal. Just baffles your mind. Oh yeah. How far they can go after you put an arrow through them. And the shoulder I, shots the one I've always fucking. Yeah. Ugh. I've hit a couple of those in the shoulder. You hit that knuckle. Whack. Yeah. I shot one one time, and he was right below me. And his first year I ever shot expandables. And, I mean, he was seven yards from the base of my tree, so I was basically shooting straight down on him. Yeah. And I see the arrow hit, and I see the arrow slap down. Oh, fuck. It caught one blade. (laughs) What was it? What kind of expandable? 
Uh, I'm going to say a rocket back in the day. I don't openly shit talk. I mean, I'm not sponsored by fucking any of these people, so I really don't mm-hmm. care. Just my personal opinion, like Spitfires, when they came out, yeah. I think they're garbage. I, I shot a deer, one of those same thing. You're talking that yeah. hard angle straight down. Yeah. Fuck, you didn't get any penetration at all. Right. And I was shooting, then, I was shooting like 70 pounds right. with a fucking 2219 aluminum. And I was like, geez, I mean, that thing could break through a brick fucking wall somewhere. Right, right. No, I, I never, you know, it didn't, I never had good luck with those. I've never... I don't, there's just some of them I think are junk. The ones that I've shot, and a lot of people, I can't tell you how many people tell, oh, those rages are garbage. I shoot the tube, I shot, I'll tell you what, I've shot those tri-pans before. Mm -hmm. My brother, my brother doesn't shoot his bow a ton. My brother kills, he's a fucking big buck killing motherfucker, Mm -hmm. man. My brother kills some big Mm -hmm. deer. And my brother shot a buck once. What sold me on him, the first year we were hunting with him, my brother, one of his biggest bucks he killed was 153 inch. It was a 10 point with a shitload of stickers. Or was it, not, it was an eight point with a bunch of stickers, fucking just junk everywhere, bladed out, real nasty buck. He shot it high shoulder, right? I mean, there's nothing there. It's the dead zone. Right. There's nothing there. There's no fucking bone. It's just meat. We found that deer the next day. We let it go. We found it dead from trauma. It had a fucking hole oh. in its shoulder. That broadhead was in there. It was running through sticks. It was, that hole was as big as a fucking, like a volleyball. And I said, well, that deer died of trauma. You know what I mean? It was kind of right. those things where right. he didn't make the best shot. It happens to all of us. Oh, yeah. You know, none of us are the fucking best archers in the world. I'm never, you never hear me fucking right. say I'm a, you know unbelievable shot. But my brother made that shot and he goes, man, I don't know. And we found that deer. We just let him go. Oh. You know, we let him go and fucking did that and we found him. But that's, mm-hmm. so what are you shooting now? What kind of broad are you shooting? I'm, I was shooting now. Um... New archery product, nap, uh, kill zone. Yeah, that's like uh, one of the... the sli- it's, it's like a rage. Yep. It's, it's mechanical. Yep. And, well, it hurts them. Fucking put a hole in Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll take that big entry hole over that big exit hole any day of the right. week. Right. I, I, I shot that one down in Iowa, and it was, it was windy. And, I mean, I went to draw back, and it was so windy, I went to draw back, and there was... <laughs> And the, and the buck just stood there, you know. Yeah. And he's 145 inch buck. And I knocked another arrow. Whack. And that, that sucker ran about 50 yards. And I guarantee I watched him. He stood there for 20 minutes after I shot him. Yeah. These deer are so big down there. You know, yeah. they're 250 on the hook, 275, uh-huh. 250. I watched him pump out about two gallons of blood. And then he walked in down in the ditch and I just let him go I shot him like two in the afternoon I let him go to the very next morning yeah there was no- this is when it gets to that's something I want to touch on tracking deer okay and if there's anything anybody gets out of this I know without even fucking talking anymore about it I know you feel the same way and people this is the hardest thing I used to have a dog that I tracked deer mm-hmm. with I had, he was a Berkshire Terrier they call yeah. wire hair dachshund yeah from the Giannis, who are the people born to track, they wrote the fucking book right. on tracking deer you know, with dogs. I had this dog, and I kind of had to learn how to use him and stuff, and how to you know train him and do everything with him. And I will never. If I used to tell people all the time, if you make a fucking shot, because I was on, I bet I was on two hundred fifty tracks with that dog over. I myself, I bet you know over the years I had. He's thirteen when he died. I think I had fifty deer he found for me alone. Right. You know they could have been double longs. I'm warming him up on. Right. 
But I'll, you know, but I went out and had them in the woods a lot. That's all I did when I was like 17, 16, 17, 18 was take people calling me. I did it for free, man. I just wanted to go and uh-huh. fucking see, get them work. And I love being around people finding deer. But if you make a shot, and this is the hardest thing to get through anyone's fucking head. And it, now I do it without question. If it's marginal. If I, if I don't see that deer fall or hear him crash, I'm gone. Right. I get the fuck out and I'm not coming back until the next day. Right. At a minimum, I'm not coming back. I don't give a fuck if it's in the morning. I'm not coming back that fucking night. If it's at night, I'm definitely not coming back that night. Right. If I don't hear him crash. But I can't tell you how many times I went track deer for people. And they go, and where'd you hit them? Well, if you say, well, I don't get get in your truck and go the fuck home. Have a couple beers. Right. Enjoy your evening. Don't yeah. sleep. <laughs> and then get back and look yeah. for them. Yeah. Call me in the morning. Yeah, what the fuck is wrong? I mean, I just, and I, I used to tell people all the time, if that deer is dead, we will find him. Right. If it's dead. If it's not dead, if we, you know, if you push him, I can't tell you. Right. Oh, I found two beds and I backed out. Don't waste my yeah. fucking time. Yeah. Because now that deer could be anywhere. Exactly. We don't know, you know. But I, I just, I never understood that, man. I never, what kind of bow are you shooting now? I got a Hoyt. Okay. I've had it for, I don't know, seven, eight years. Yeah. And in, in last year I bought a crossbow. Yeah. Only only because my eyes are getting bad. Yeah. You get to low light situations. I want to give that animal every chance. Of course. You know what I mean? I When I go to Iowa, I got to shoot a bow. Yeah. So, if it's if it's low light, and I don't think I can take the shot, I'm yeah. not going to take the shot. Yeah, you know. I hear you. And even last year, I had one come in last year that was. I thought I should be able to kill him, but I pulled a, pulled the crossbow up, looked through the scope, couldn't see him, just hung it back up. What kind of crossbow are you shoot? A uh, ten point. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. My dad had one of them. Yeah, that's what. This is what. I, I got mixed feelings on those to mm-hmm. a point, and I guess probably I was bitter from the start, just mm-hmm. because when they came out, I just felt like the, the state was fucking us harder than they needed to. Right. We already had enough going against us. Right. And then I felt like, well, you know, now every asshole in the world that buys buckshot a fucking 12-gauge day before is going to go out and use the same thing. I lost, I had nine pieces of property I could bow hunt when I, before crossbows were right. legal. And this is me, and like I said, I'm not I'm not cutting, I'm not lying about anything. You know, everybody mm-hmm. listens to this shit knows. I'm not going to bullshit. But I was bitter as fuck when I lost those properties. Oh, yeah. My cousin's brother is going to start hunting now, they tell oh, me. He yeah. got a, I'm like, this motherfucker didn't want to bother to buy a bow oh, yeah. and go out and do it. But when the same situation, my dad, my dad's been a bow hunter his whole fucking life. We had a couple years stretch. When I was, I don't know, my early 20s, maybe mid-20s, my dad's been, fuck, he's been beat up his whole life. He's got some oh, yeah. fucking injury. I like all, the older oh, you get, yeah. the more fucked up you get. My dad's had some bad wrist problems. We bought him when he retired. We got him a brand new Matthews fucking switchback or something. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, 55 pounds. He'd kill anything in the fucking world. He won't that. And he was, he was comfortable for a year with it. And then the next year, he just didn't hunt much. The year after that, he didn't shoot his bone. I said, hey, why the fuck are you not hunting? And he goes, what do you mean? I said, well, let's go shoot bows. I was like, I can't really. My bow, I don't know. I, I'm struggling. I said, let's just go shoot. He, he fucking goes to draw and his hand shaking. Oh. I go, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you, are you not hunting because you can't draw your bow? He's like, yeah, and I ain't hunting with one of them crossbows. And I said, yes, you are. You're not going to fucking. So we You're went in. Quit. Yeah. We went in and got him a fucking 10 point, And now he's upgraded. He's got one of those ravens now. Mm-hmm. But he's the same thing. He's been, my dad loves, he only killed big deer. Right. He's not going to do it. 
that's cool, man. But if you're some random asshole who's chain smoking, wearing a fucking red flannel, getting in a ten foot ladder, <laughs> you know, I, I kind of don't have. I, I really, you're the piece of shit that I'm talking about. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. like, you know, let's let's give yeah. them all the chance we can. Be a good fucking hunter here, man. Right. You know, don't treat it like a gun. My crossbow shoot a hundred yards. And when I saw that Raven commercial, hundred yards, and I'm like, this is so fucking. It's like the the four fifty argument. Mm-hmm. If I shoot a four fifty. I'm going to be precise out to a certain amount of right, yardage. I'm right. going to practice. I'm going to use it. Some other asshole, this gun will shoot. I, I can't tell many guys coming to the butcher shop last year. Same thing. Well, I, I shot five times of that butt. And I'm like, dude, if you can't hit him, I hunt with a muzzle loader, man. Right. I wouldn't even take that fucking right, shot, you right. know? And I can shoot 200 my muzzle loader all day. 275, my new right. one's custom. Right. I will not shoot 275 to fucking deer, you know? I won't shoot over 30 yards with a crossbow. Yeah, you don't, it's just me. You don't need to, right? You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna chance it. The first buck I ever killed with a bow, yeah, I shot. I still got the bow t- to date. Fred Bear Reeker, yeah, fifty pound, man, smoked him. So you started shooting instinctively? Yeah, I, well, I shoot three fingers under. You still do or no? I still shoot that yeah. bow. Yeah, you know, and and I take it turkey hunting on occasion. First turkey I ever shot. Yeah. I had a big time coming in. And I look over here, and a bearded hen's coming. Never shot a bearded hen in my life. I always wanted one for my collection. You know, I got, yeah. I got a bunch of animals, you know, three yeah. some animals mounted. Yeah. Here she comes. I'm like, heck with that top. <laughs> I shot her with that recurve, and I had Fred, and the thing is, I had Fred Bear autograph it back when he was oh, alive. Shit, up man. at Anderson's Archery. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Those, so, man, did you, so did you shoot deer instinctively? Yeah. You yeah. did? Yeah. I shot my first 16 deer instinctively. My dad made me. When I was a kid, my dad said, you ain't going to use them fucking sights. Did you shoot bear bow or, you know, where you walk the string or? Yeah, I shot, I shot one finger over. Oh, you shot, oh. One finger over, three yeah. hunt, or two, we shot tabs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were tab shooter, and we always shot, I got the point, it didn't matter, but I, I shot, I always shot from the corner of my mouth. Right. We always shot, of the first deer I ever killed, I killed with, I was shooting Easton 2117s. No. Yep. Game getters, game the getters. green ones. The green ones. My dad fletched them. We used to fletch our own and burn yeah. our own fletchings. Yeah. Four fletch, right helical. Right. Fucking, we all had different color mm-hmm. knocks, and I shot Zwicky Black Diamond broadheads. And I never shot a deer. I shot one deer with a recurve, but it was always a compound bow because mm-hmm. my dad used to hunt with the Jennings Arrow Star. It was a second production compound after right. the Allen came out. Right. Your brother's got that. Hey. Yeah, I seen that. I said, I said, I bet he bought that at DNL because I remember, yeah, the Jennings back in the day. And I don't, I don't remember. My dad's mentor, Bo, he had a couple of them growing up. One of them was Bill Goff in Battle Creek. You know, Bill, you ever heard of Bill? Bill was a custom staircase builder in Battle no. Creek, and uh, he used to build giant spirals, right. spiral staircases. And he was wealthy for his time. Oh yeah, and he was a hardcore bow hunter. He held a Woodland Caribou World Record with Archer for a while in oh. Newfoundland. Yeah. I mean, the man hunted everywhere. Right. And my dad actually got to meet Fred Bear. Bill, in his off-season, when he wasn't building it, as soon as they got done, because he had a crew of carpenters working on spirals, mm. right. he, his carpenters, if they didn't have work, they were usually pretty busy, mm. he, he had them build custom cedar arrows. Oh. So all they did was build fucking arrows. And then in the fall, usually starting in September, he would make a run to archery shops all over, he go. I'm going as far as I can go till I run out. He never right. made the fucking Illinois. So I'd stop at an archery shop, oh, selling these arrows. Yeah. Well, my dad met Fred Bear there once because Fred Bear used to buy cedars from Bill. Oh yeah. And uh, he, you know, they'd go up for his shop or whatever he had there. He'd always buy a lot of custom cedars. Yeah. 
But so they always did that stuff. But I've never, me and my brother were, you know, like I said, I, to this day, I think, you know, I could still, I could have a couple old, my bow fishing bows. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'll grab one of these because, you know, they're just shitty old, whatever. There oh, could yeah. be a bear fucking whatever. Yeah, I got bear white tail hanging in that's, the garage. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking I'll grab one of those every once in a while when I'm feeling, I'll be out here shooting whatever, shooting 70 yards, you know, just shooting my new fucking Halon, dude, shooting it. You know, I, I didn't never shoot a deer that far, but if you shoot 70 all the time, oh, 20 is yeah. a joke. Oh, yeah. Well, then I'll do that. And I'll be, you know what? I'm going to fucking, I'm going to shoot instinctively. I'll go in and grab one of those. I still have a tube of fucking 2117 game getters. Yeah. I'll go out. I'll shoot it. I did it last year twice. I did a 3D course. I shot instinctively with an old shitty compound the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Just for fun, man. Oh, yeah. You know, now to this day, I'm thinking about. The older I get, I'm like, you know, I really, man, I'd love to buy like a nicer recurve or, you know, right. something yeah. I still have. My dad's got a couple old ones, but I'd like to buy a recurve and maybe kill a deer with it. Right. But do you know how fucking pissed I'd be if I had a giant bucket 40 yards yeah. and I have my fucking recurve, like I'm shooting a black widow yeah. and I'm like, fuck, like I can't shoot that far, you know, yeah. but yeah. I, I, I always wanted, but I still do for nostalgic purposes right. shoot one, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I I shot that bearded hen, and then in the fall, I shot a big time with my compound. Yeah, and I had it mounted together. That's awesome. Yeah. Full mounts. Oh yeah. Oh, fuck. I got I got him, uh, full strut goblin walking behind her. No shit. Yeah, it cost me. I think back in the day it was seventeen hundred bucks I paid for. <laughs> yeah, and that's now. Yeah, I just talked to a buddy of mine uh, today. I ain't gonna mention his name, but he just got back a bunch of shit from a trip he did this last year yeah. in Africa. And he got back and he told me, he told me how much he said. He had a full warthog mounted, oh, yeah. full warthog. It's oh. like a habitat. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, that was about $4,000. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. God damn it. Yeah. My black bear I shot this year, I got Link down here doing mm-hmm. for me. I'm doing a half body and he does great work for me. He's doing that and that ain't cheap. No. But still, no. you know, for me, if I'm going to spend waste money on, it's not wasting money. No, it's not. I'm going to fucking spend money on good taxidermy. Oh, yeah, yeah. So here's here's one of the questions, one of the things. Let's see how long we've been talking here, man. I bet we've been talking, Jesus Christ, almost two hours, man. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk. I bet yeah. we could talk for three days, John. Yeah. One of the uh, one of the questions I want to ask you: What's your what's your dream hunt? What's the one you want to do? I with the bow. That's the white tails. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I really never had any interest in elk or anything like yeah. that. I would like to do Alaskan moose hunt with a reeker oh fuck that'd be fine huh? as close as they get as close as they get yeah. yeah that that would be my dream hunt no shit yeah you know but other than that i'm just fixated on big white tails you know what it's hard to explain to people that and i you know i still go out west and i hunt and stuff uh-huh. but it, it's still there's you know what i always told people when i, I lived away for a long time I was traveling a lot mm-hmm. doing other shit and when i came back no matter what every year if i can only make it home for 15 days right it was going to be the first of the 15th of November. Uh-huh. That was it. That's the only time uh-huh. I was going to be here. And I still, I'm fixating on that same nope. shit. But I'd like to have, every year now, the one thing I try to do is I try to take one trip I know absolutely nothing about, and I just fucking wing it. I don't know yeah. anything about it. And I try to, I mean, without an outfitter. I just go uh-huh. and say, can I do this public land? Uh-huh. Then I'm going to fucking do it. And that's why this year I'm doing a coos deer hunt in Arizona in January. Yeah. I just bought fucking airfare whatever and i'm like you know what i'm gonna go down and take my pack and i'm gonna hike in the mountains in colorado or in uh, arizona right. i'm gonna try to kill fuck who's deer the odds of me doing right. it are pretty fucking low because they're hard to kill right but i don't care i just want to do it you right. know 
I'm doing stuff like that. I'm trying to get my dad to do stuff that he always wanted to do and he can't, you know, right. he never had anybody to go hunting with. Right. We're doing Bill Goff, I was telling you, his mentor, he went to Newfoundland six, eight times. And my dad's like, man, I always wanted to go. So a year and a half ago, I booked a Newfoundland moose hunt in October. Yeah. And we're doing that October 7th. We're taking off. Yeah, I got a buddy going up there for caribou. He shot a moose there last year. No shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited, man. I, it's yeah. just new. I get to travel a lot. I get to see all the big cities and right, stuff. I've right. never been to these remote places. And right. I really want to do it. No. And then from there, it's just kind of like whatever pops up. No. You know, I, I'll i take two years to pay for a fucking hunt, you know, but I'll do it. Right. Just, hey, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to send you, you know, I'll just yeah. do shit like that, you oh, know. Yeah. But right. that's kind of how I've always wanted to do stuff. And, yeah. But the whitetails do have a, a, you know, they have a spot in my a spot. So you don't have this year, like, so we'll, we'll get wrapping this up, but you don't have... You have no pictures, any good bucks this year, or one oh, or two? Yeah. You got a couple of them? You said you had two, right? Yeah, a couple good bucks this year so far. And you don't think you're going to be able to get on them until November, maybe? Well, I'm not going to try. Not yeah. even going to try. I'm not even going to try. You're going to fucking kill one, because I know you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it just is what it is, you oh, know? Yeah. I'm in no rush to kill. I don't care if I kill them October 1st yeah. or January 1st. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. It doesn't matter to You know me. what my biggest fear is? Tagging out before the rut. I'm not kidding you. I, I what the fuck would I do now? I just I guess I'd have to video people. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to go and be like, hey man, you haven't filmed a video because yeah. I, I I don't know what the fuck I'd do. Right. I, that's always been my biggest fear. My buddy last year, I got a buddy in Battle Creek. He's 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 getting into his stride of killing big bucks. It's taken him some time, but he in the last four or five years he's killed some fucking giants in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Last year, he shot. <laughs> October 16th, he tagged out on his, he shot 140, second 140 by October 16th. He shot one opening day, and then he shot one that, so he's like, well, I guess I gotta go somewhere else. He went down to, and this is, this reminded me of your story talking about a canoe and getting back in there, or a john boat or whatever. He went to southern Iowa on public land, and you can't hunt it unless you're a resident during during the month of November, this place where he was hunting. Mm -hmm. So he went down, bought a fucking tag. Found this place only get ins with a canoe. You have to go across this big fucking lake. Like day three, he shot 156 inch tent. Right. And he got done. He's like, well, I guess uh, Ohio's next then. And he just kept doing, you know what I mean? He yeah. just kept. And I'm like, I guess I'd have to do some wild shit like that too. But I think my next whitetail hunt I'm going to do, I want to kill a velvet. I really like to kill so a big velvet. You buck. think Kentucky or? Yeah. I'm thinking yeah. Kentucky. I. I, I've been down there several times turkey hunting. Yeah. Never went down deer hunting. A couple of friends of mine went down there deer hunting, but yeah. they went with rifles. They didn't go with bows. Yeah. But, I think I want to do western Kentucky public land with a bow. I think I know whitetails, and I'm, I don't claim to be an expert hunter, but I think land I know between white... between the lakes, or... Yeah, I'm thinking like, uh, you know, you know, southern Illinois there, like where it touches... Mm-hmm. You know, there's a bunch of public land there. There's, there's a shitload in western Kentucky. There's also Peabody Coal Company land. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you ever heard of it. I've that. heard of a little bit of it. There's a lot of different, though. I have friends that are, you know, been there and been around mm-hmm. there. But what I'm interested, like I said, I think I know whitetails well enough, or if you give me a piece of land, I'll be like, I can find out if there's big bucks here or not pretty quick and yeah. get the fuck out of here if there's not or hang on them and hunt them. There's big bucks. Yeah. And if they're there, that's, I've always said, I'm not trying to be too cocky, but if, if there's a big deer there, I'll do whatever the fuck I have to do to see them at least. Rough country, though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's what I hear. <laughs> I've hunted both Western Kentucky and I've Eastern Kentucky, both yeah. turkey hunting. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'd like to do a velvet hunt. I think yeah. it'd be fun. I just want. Yeah. I'd like to have a big velvet buck in the wall. You know, and I don't know about Nebraska. I think maybe Nebraska got early. 
you know, I couldn't tell you. I think they do too. But I always go this year, that place I went to last year, Nebraska. I'm gonna do a whole podcast about not the place, but like how I did the hunt. Mm-hmm. I just threw a dart at the fucking map and went out, and right. I just kind of I put on 3,300 miles in nine days, All figuring right. out. And uh, the place I found, and this is hard to believe, but there, I'm not kidding you. I hunted the last place I hunted was over 20,000 acres of public land, and I saw one other hunter. There's a million tree stands because uh-huh. they're all they don't have to take them down every year like we do here right. if they're on public land. They're remnants. Uh-huh. But I saw a fucking million stands and I'm like, Jesus, how much pressure is here? And there was another person there. Right. I shot my buck. I climbed a ladder in a spot. I or I climbed my tree stand, put my climber up way back on this creek bottom, where I was like, Good, it doesn't look like there's anything here. I looked to my right, twenty yards is a ladder stand. I looked to my left, thirty yards is a fucking ladder stand, and I'm like Jesus Christ, like, I'm still, I can't get away from it. And then the buck started showing up. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, I shot a 130-inch eight-pointer, you know, with a muzzleloader on Christmas Eve. But they just, it was one of those things where, it was, you know, that cold shit, they were coming around yeah. and moving. But, um, yeah, so that's, I'm, I'm going to do that probably, I think, in, in uh, December again. I got right. three or four buddies. I want to go out. The more people go, the cheaper it is. There's so much land, you can't fucking hunt it. You're not gonna, you're not bumping each other, anyways. Yeah. When we went out there, I went out there with one other guy, and we both killed birds the same day. And so, what do you think? Want to head to Kentucky? (laughs) (laughs) Threw the stuff. Went back. Went back to the truck. Threw the stuff in the truck, and put the hammer down. We were in Kentucky the next morning, hunting yeah. the next morning before daylight, turkey hunting. I fucking love that, man. I told, well, you know what I did? When I went out there, it's the same thing. I've done that a few different places. When I go, it's like, I, nowhere's home. I'm just fucking oh, yeah. going. I One year, I told myself a long time ago, I'm like, when I retire, I started putting in for points in a lot of western states five years ago. Mm-hmm. So I said, when I retire, I'm going to get all the tags, three or four elk tags I want. And I'm going to go, and I'm just going to I'm gonna get a fucking storage unit somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm going to plug a freezer in that bitch, and I'm going to drive, and I'm going to hunt bulls in three or four different states. Right. Just to see a different land and, you know, get the exercise, what the fuck I want to do. I'm going to do that. Well, I went to, uh, I started doing that and realized, I'm like, fuck, why, why am I going to wait till I'm retired? Fuck, I could just do that now, you right. know? Right. I'd love to do it now. I'll plan a bunch of vacations, yep. take off of three or four weeks, and get yeah. the fuck out of here. Get it done while you're young. Yeah, and do it, you know, and that. I did that elk hunt. The elk hunt I did last year, it was the first time I ever did it. Public land odds in Colorado are less than fucking 10%. And it was the the -the over-the-counter second rifle season. Right. Three days I shot a bull. Me and my dad could have shot two more. We were so far in. Right. Didn't want to even fucking mess with them. Right. You know? My dad's like, I almost killed him. Fuck, he's 65 years old. He almost died on me. But he's up in the mile. He's got two fake knees and a fake hip. And I made him pack out, you know, 60-pound packs of meat for two days. Right. Yeah. And we got done. He told me, he goes, he looked me in the I knew he was just gutting it. He looks me in the face. He's like, it's the hardest fucking thing I've ever done in my life. I'm like, it was top five for me, Dad. And I'm 34 years old, right, you right, know? Right. And he goes, uh, he was like, I do, it, I do it tomorrow, though, in a heartbeat. Right. But that's the kind of stuff. So, you know, I look forward to doing things with him and whatever we can do. Oh, yeah. But the deer hunting does still have in this state. Oh, so if you had to give, we'll close this up. We'll wrap, start wrapping it up here. If you had to say, I, I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say. But if you had to say, what was your, what's the best piece of advice you can give to somebody around here who's never killed a big deer that wants to kill a big deer? Yeah. Let them little ones go and let them get big. And don't hunt a marginal end. Because yeah. you're just fooling yourself, guys. Yeah. You really are. You know, 
and don't don't let your friends put pressure on you. Just because they kill a hundred inch deer, don't think you got to go out and kill one just to be in the buddy club. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree a hundred percent wholeheartedly. I think. I think that around here, and you know what, I'm a, I'll say this too because I'm I'm a fucking I think I, <laughs> I I've been that guy. Well, right, so we, we were we, talking. Fuck, we, we were talking about it earlier. We've all been that guy. But yeah. you know what I mean. Don't don't let peer pressure take away from your dreams and aspirations. Yeah. yeah. You just do what you want to do. You can't. You know, like last year, I knew. I knew, you know, I follow, like, man, I'm on Facebook all the time. I follow everybody mm. I know. It's a big buck killing dude. I text people all the time. I talk to people all the time. I was following you, Sarah. Your season was going. Mm. And I didn't hear a lot, you know, nothing. You weren't, nothing was going on. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? You know, I just want to see, I'm seeing you not posting anything. Mm. And then I knew when you post a picture of that deer, I'm like, fucking. I saw that one yeah. shot and I'm like, oh my God. You know, that was a nice buck, I'm, I'm hanging out at the butcher shop and they're going, Oh, wind must be wrong tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got two and a half weeks of vacation, you know, the yeah. first two weeks of November and yeah. a little bit of October. Wind must be wrong tonight. And everybody's like, you ever hunt? Yeah, when the wind's right. Well, nobody's going to argue with your success. <laughs> I know if they know you well enough, you know, yeah. nobody's going to fucking argue right, with that. Right. You know, I mean, that's, and that's the thing. And like I said, man, it, I have a lot of respect for you and what you've done as far as killing big deer in the state. It, it's it's one of the hardest things you can do. I, everybody I know, a lot of the hunters I know have killed one or two big deer, yeah, okay? One or two wall monitors. Yeah. But it, nobody I know has consistently put big bucks in the wall. It's a mindset. Yeah. That's all it is, is a mindset. Yeah. So. Just go out and get yeah. after them. In my garage at home, I got a bushel basket full of racks. You know what I mean? We all do. You know what I mean? We all do. And I look at them and I just shake my head. And I go, yeah. boy, I wish I would have started big, hunting big bucks before I filled that basket. Fucking regret haunts us all. Oh, my, yeah? My nephew, nine years old, yeah. he's killed. Last year, I've never been more proud in my life. Youth season's coming yeah. up here. Yeah. 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 Youth season's coming up. My brother's got him on. My brother's got, I, me and him fucking kind of argue about this. My brother's got, he's got a fucking 150 on camera in daylight right now. Oh. And my brother's like, my nephew's nine. He shoots, right. he shoots 35 fucking pounds. Right. And he can kill him. He can do, and he's, iron fucking clad in a tree he's not scared of anything i told him i'm like i'm kind of worried about the implications of you uh letting your son maybe have a shot at a 150 when he's nine years old you know what i mean like where could this go but he's he's got his head and his shoulders right last year i had him out hunting and before we shot the doe he shot right we had a couple small scrub bucks come in and my only rule with kids like him the buck, the next buck you kill better be bigger than the first one you shot. Right. Until you start shooting 130s or whatever, then okay, now we can pick that age class. Right. But now every deer has to be bigger than bigger. the next one if they're oh, a buck. Yeah. We had a couple small bucks come in, spikes, one four point that was bigger than the spike first buck you ever killed. And uh, I said, you want to kill that deer? And he, no, I want to shoot that doe. And I'm like, God. Damn it. I love this kid so much, man. Pat you know? him on the back. Yeah, like, he's like, nope, I'm going to shoot a doe. We need to kill some does. That's what he told me. He's eight. Yeah. He's eight years old. That's how much it, yeah. I preach and, you know, everything else. Yeah. But he ended up doing that. But he's now, he could kill. I was going to, if we hunt back here, I kind of set this farm up for him, some box blinds and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'd let him kill one with a bow this year at nine. He's that fucking good right. shot. He shoots, yeah. he shoots a league at shoe packs and shit. I mean, right. he goes over there. He shoots a lot there. Right. And he shoots with us every time. He's always... I'd let him do it, but I, my brother's got a buddy stand, 
and they're gonna go out and let him try to smoke. And you know, my brother's got some good bucks on camera, and he mm-hmm. was like, "Yeah, if that comes in." I'm like, "Dude, you're taking him a fucking." Sp- I mean, it's in daylight; it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to deny him. Right. My brother could probably go out and get an air on this fucking deer. Right. You know, one of them. He's got another one in the 30s. He's had coming in, but right. And that's 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 crazy. Just it's my brother's luck. You right. know, my brother's mm-hmm. that dude where he. He can't fucking walk ten feet without stepping on a fucking poking young deer. He's always been that guy, you <laughs> right, know. Right. But he, uh, but he's got my nephew, and I, I just told him, I'm like, man, if you let that fucking kid shoot a 150, you uh-huh. know, and the fucking, he's nine years old. Uh-huh. But I'm, I'm kind of excited about that with youth coming up here and everything else too. But uh-huh. I'm also excited. I also, I, I'm gonna make people hold me to this too. Last year, I did a lot of hunts. I filmed. This year, I'm gonna make. Sh- I'm not going in my fucking tree one time without a camera. I'm filming every time I hunt. If I kill a big buck this year, I'm more than willing, like you say, and you've motivated me even more talking to you right. about not hunting when it's right and making sure you're doing it. I'm only going to hunt with a camera when it's right. Exactly. I'm not fucking, I, I'm, I mean, I'm just, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard, but I'm glad I got to sit down and yeah. talk to you because yeah. it's motivating me. I know a lot of these young kids, you know, they, they got their buddy going in there with, you know, Filming forearm yeah. and stuff like that. It's hard enough to kill a big buck by yourself. In this fucking state, for sure. Why would you take anybody else to film <laughs> with you? You know what I mean? That's that's twice yeah. the twice the twice the yeah. body smell. You know what I uh, mean? You know, I got some I got some people that I talk to, and, and people other like friends of mine. This is this is weird. I'll you know I'll talk hunting with anybody, man. Oh, yeah. We've been talking for fucking two hours right. of bullshit. And we I, I we've talked met in person three times, you yeah. know, before yeah. whatever. I've seen you at Ted's or someplace. Yeah. Yeah. And uh but I've I've these guys, I have a group of guys, there's probably four or five of them. If I see them in person, it's almost awkward to talk to them. Because mm-hmm. we talk so much during text and the only time we talk is daily during deer season. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Like, right. Hey man, you got better when cameras are out. Hey man, you got good bucks. I got a couple too. And we'll talk, and I'll see him in person. It's almost weird, because yeah. that's how weird we you know we don't talk to anybody right, right. during deer season. Usually, I don't see another person during daylight during the right. fucking rut. Oh, yeah. And they're like, "Man, we haven't heard from you in a while." Like all my friends, and I'm like, "Yeah, motherfucker, I'm out here trying to kill big deer. Like, right. what do you want from me? Yeah. I don't miss a day of the season doing right. something, whether right. I'm scouting or you know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't miss them. Right. I'll fringe hunt. I want to stand here by this swamp every fucking day, right? Just to be in a tree, but I'm yeah, not fucking anything else up. Yeah, you know? but you're being real inconclusive. You, you're yeah. not. You're not. You're not bothering them. Yeah, and it's never really paid off except for one time. Right. You know, I've hunted. It's like oh, I might see a couple does, but at least I'm seeing deer. The wind blows here, prevailing west. Yep. South, blows into my yep. blows into my goddamn barn. Barn. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. here. You know, right. nothing comes from this direction. Right. You right. know, but I so I hunt there a lot, but. I'm not going out this year. I'm going to hold myself to it without a camera. I'm not going out when the, I'm not making any questionable calls. And we're going to mm-hmm. see what the result is at the end of the season. I right. hope it comes through. This is my second year hunting where I have to my disposal I can hunt a lot. So right. I'm going to do that and try to do it. You've motivated me to do it. It's motivated right. me to do it. So. I wish you well, brother. Yeah, well, let's wrap it up here. We're at two hours. Uh, thanks for coming on, John. I really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. So uh, with this this podcast will be uh, hashtag BBKMF, Big Buck Killing Motherfuckers. <laughs> Locals. That's what we're talking to guys here, picking people's brains about shooting big deer. Uh, thanks for tuning in to The Chosen Life. I know it's kind of a long one. There's a lot of good information in here. Uh, next one coming up, I'll probably do another one. Um. When I get back from Newfoundland, I think it's going to be the next one. I'm going to Newfoundland October 7th. John won't even be in a fucking tree until another month and a half. And I'm sure he's going to kill a big buck around here. But, man, I got some really good intel out of him today. Some good tips and advice, and I hope he did as well. 
And once again, man, thanks a lot for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Paul. I appreciate it. You have a good one. Yeah. So we'll see you guys soon next time on The Chosen Life.